back, listeners, to the latest episode of Loss of Lieutenant. Uh, you're here tonight with Nick. Kevin. And Julian. Yes, the three of us back back together at last uh, again. So it's um, yeah, it's good to have uh, have you guys back on to have have a nice big chat. So um, today's episode is going to be all about the marker state. Yes, camouflage, teo camo. Uh, what are the other things? Ambush camo. Ambush impersonation. Camo. Yeah, impersonation and um, hollow projector. Hollow projector. That's it. Um, but uh, so yeah, we're similar to what we've done previously with hacking. We're going to take a big deep dive into uh, this aspect of the game and um, hopefully learn some things ourselves, and maybe you'll learn something as well. So, uh, before we get into that, guys, um, you had some games recently. How, no. how, how have we been? <laughs> I've had any games for like three weeks. Really? Oh. Yes. But you ran a tournament. On I the ran a tournament. No. Yeah. But um, I had my wisdom teeth out, and they broke my jaw in the process. So I think you're still pretty. Oh, I try to be pretty. I've got three jack giant holes in my face. You're looking remarkably well for having a, a broken jaw. Like a fractured jaw. Oh, okay. So, so what happened was... It already. Yeah, It'll be a bruised one of the, jaw later. Okay. <laughs> they, one of the tooth in the process... Like, they take your scan, obviously, when they do your teeth. Yeah. And so I went on a general. And then in the time between them doing the scan, which was like a week or so, and then, then doing the surgery, the, the tooth that was the main culprit originally was going sideways into the other teeth. It had then to start to go up and underneath one of the other tooth. And so like, well, we've got two options. We'll either rip that other tooth out to get the other one out or we slightly break your jaw a little bit so we can get access to it. So they, they broke the jaw and got access to it. Yeah. So I don't know how much bone they chipped away or how they did it, but when I got out and the, the surgeon followed up like a couple of days later, he's like, oh yeah, by the way, your jaw's probably a little bit sore than normal because you fractured your jaw. Oh, <laughs> which side? The right side, bottom. This one here. Oh, right. Yeah. Wow. It's not sore now. It's so, pretty quickly. So what, there was probably a good two weeks there where you could hardly talk? Yeah, I couldn't. It was only like Friday before the tournament where yeah, I was that talking been properly. Really, that would have really difficult for you. I didn't, didn't talk, work for, like for <laughs> ages because my job's all about talking. So. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I attended your tournament on the weekend. I had a great time. I know. I so know. did I. It was really good. Yes, you Kevin and, actually you, won the tournament. You and so. John. Yeah, oh, did you? Yeah. Did you not know that? I didn't even realize. Um, it's because he didn't take the winner's pack that's why oh, Toby took it okay sure yeah. that's right because you already have a. I won the previous tournament as well yeah. so I won two tournaments and a roll yeah which is although the previous yeah. one was only eight so well know. it was eight and it was a 200 point event yeah. but you know this one was a little bit more legitimate steal my thunder yeah yeah, yeah. But, no, it's um, a good time. Yeah, so I mean, I've gotten a bunch of games in actually. Those three mm. on the weekend. Then we've also started doing a, a new uh, game night on Monday nights every mm. fort and every second Monday. At it's the moment, such a good idea. In it, um, in it, good games mm. in the city in mm. Melbourne CBD. Because mm. um, like the main area where people play it prior to that was out east in mm. uh, at House of War in Ringwood, which mm. is quite a bit of a way out. But we have a lot of people up north and in the city starting to pick ex- it up. Exactly. There's mm. a lot of people that, that can't really make the trek or aren't willing to make the trek all the way out to mm. um, to, to Ringwood for, for their game. So to have an extra... It's funny, like Russell and I who have organised this event, this is sort of the, the third time over the past two years that we've tried to get something going somewhere. Mm. And um, yeah, we had the first night uh, last 
week. And so the next one will be this How coming many people Monday. Did you have up? Yeah, we had about eight people That's awesome. come along. We had yeah. three games going at once at one mm. point, and then there was another game that happened after that. So um, get, great to see another um, bunch of new faces as well, people that we aren't necessarily used to seeing at some of the events that we run further east. So it's great mm. to see the community expand like that. Yeah, it's good to see store owners as well supporting the game. And oh, wa- 100%. And wanting, and wanting to see um, players come in and play games. And uh, mm. yeah, that's, that's great. Which House of War's really been starting doing lately. They've started putting a lot more into Infinity, which has been good to see. Because I think they've seen that there's a lot of growth there going on. Mm-hmm. Like they're actually maintaining the Infinity line properly now and yeah, buying no, all the new stuff. They've gotten on top of the, yeah. the, the ordering of stuff. Mm. Uh, I was in there last week just checking up about like or pre-orders and things like that for mm. BCB. So mm. there, it sounds like they're onto that, which is mm. good. BCB, what's that, Kev? Yeah, what's oh. this? What, what are you talking about, That's Kevin? a lovely segue. I think you should use the, uh, <laughs> the official name as opposed to the acronym. Yeah, yeah, because otherwise it'll just be known as that from now on. Yes, yeah, big, uh, big cock black. <laughs> I was talking to someone on the weekend going, oh, we should call it BBC. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would have called it. <laughs> no, that's why you're not involved in the organising of it. BCB. BCB is Burn City Brawl. So it's uh, Melbourne's first two-day event. Uh, it's happening 21st, 22nd of September. We're all super excited about it. Mm. It's going to be a house of war. Um, yeah. We've got a 40-player limit, so... Yeah. Um, and we've already got a, like, a bunch of people... We've got about uh, five interstaters in. already. Yeah, five interstate. In, so. yeah. We're about 20, 20 paid up at the moment, approximately. Yeah. But we're, we're about halfway. Mm. Um, we do have room to move, like, expand, but we'll just see how people go. But it's been, yeah, it's been widely uh, well-received so far, and we've got a few sponsors on board. And, yeah, we're really, we're really stoked. Mm. Uh, myself... Chris Parson and uh, who was on the show last week uh, or last whatever time. Uh, last time and uh, Chris O'Keefe are so the three of us are gonna run it. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah. So we'll put all the details up on the show notes as well. So anybody who's interested can check it out there. Yeah. We've if got anyone's the, like international and you know in the area at the time, come yeah, along. That's Wants right. to come to a premier event. In, yeah. In uh, Melbourne. Hundred percent. Get to meet your favourite podcasters. That's right. White noise won't be there. Though. White noise won't. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? They may be there. I, oh, he did send me a cheeky message. It'd be, it'd be good to see Ben he, there. He would like. He's, he's, and also he's Marty. He's definitely thinking about coming. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. Uh, we. I think. Uh, I think we just keep spruiking it. Um, we, I think we could definitely get in the pool. <laughs> ben sent me a message. Actually, he's really cute. Maybe he's. Maybe he's looking for a space in your couch to come across for BCB. Yeah, I've already. Right. It's already taken by Gavin. Yeah, okay. So I've already got one white noise. Gavin's a cuddly man, so yeah, <laughs> they, could, uh, they could always... I, I, as soon up. as I heard about it, I messaged Gavin. I'm like, mate, you know my couch and my uh, my uh, Lila or whatever you want is there for you. And he's like, tickets booked. Awesome. Excellent. So, no, no, hopefully... Um, yeah, so we've got that coming up. All the information's online. On mm-hmm. There's a Facebook event with all the info on what the missions are and all that sort of thing. So it's going to be an absolutely super fun time. Cannot wait. Mm. Um, yeah, but um, I guess... We could probably... Do, uh, we, do we have any news? Oh, we do have news, because we've got all the information of, uh, of Wildfire now. Oh, we yeah. Do, we can't just pretend to We know can't pretend we, we don't know what it was. <laughs> yeah. What we know what it is, we can... Now, yeah, that's... Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's all That's all um, uh, sort of all across the, um, the interwebs at the moment, with um, CB doing a bunch of YouTube videos as well, with their, what do they call it, the Wildfire mm. Week, mm-hmm. um, uh, which there's been plenty of memes already. Uh, most of them by Julian. Most of them by, by I put one up earlier. It's I, I, already up to seventy likes. I love that. I love what you did with the, the aging. He looks thing. like Palpatine. <laughs> He's Palpatine. Carlos 
is Palpatine. You watch. He's gonna like one day. He's gonna drop. Ex- he's gonna drop Order sixty six on Pano. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's like, all oh, SKU's deleted. Just, <laughs> have fun, motherfuckers. Just, just military orders. Just, yeah, military orders. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so just imagine uh, Joan walking through there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so, so where where are at yeah. the moment at the point of recording? We've seen the Joan. Um, yeah. We've seen what's coming out in the uh, in the pack with uh, all the miniatures and mm. the special mm-hmm. uh, limited edition whatever her name is, and then Hippo, also Hippo, Hippo, hippopotamus. Hippopotamus. Hippos. And that what I'm really excited about myself is the three mil cardboard terrain. Yeah, that looks awesome. Yeah, real um, excited about that. A really, by the looks of things, a really big leap forward compared mm. to the stuff. That, I mean, the, the what you get in the in the previous packs, like that that thin cardboard that you fold together. Um, I mean, it, it works fine uh, mm. and it does does an okay job. Mm. But whenever you're in a, at an event and you people put together a table of that stuff, everyone's like, "Oh, we have to use this stuff because that, that's yeah. what all we've got, and we, mm. we've sort of run out of table space." Yeah. Um, yeah. It's always good to have tables. it though, but now we've got better stuff. Exactly, to have. and yeah. that's what exactly my point. Yeah. To to now have this stuff that's even better, and, mm. and by the looks and of it, everyone's going to have it. So that's right. yeah, you just go. You know, um, I'll, if everyone brings that as an emergency before an event, you can go. Oh, we can chuck a few tables in if we have to. Yeah, you're going to use mm. it as well. It's not just going to sit at the bottom of someone's drawer, or, or some poor sap's going to go. Hey guys, I'm going to build a table. Can I get all your paper terrain? And then they just have to cry themselves to sleep putting it all together. It's, mm. it's just it's not nice to put together. But the three mil card will be really great. Actually, I noticed as well that mm. the templates are going to be 3D and with 3ml cards yeah, as well. Yeah, they're printed on the same the, stuff the, and the, the tokens. Yeah, oh, nice. Yeah, so that would be great because like even the, the template, mm. the flamer templates are going to be the same. I thought that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So great, great idea, mm. CB. Thank I, you. Well done. I really like the new Shaz because I'm a huge fan of the old Shaz. Mm. And, um, you were worried, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, I was worried for like at the start look, of the year when like they would look coming. They would look like Ada Swanson there. Yeah, I was worried that like, I saw the specular and I was like, oh, oh fuck, yeah. <laughs> no, they're gonna kill me, Shaz. Um, but then I saw them and I was like, I oh, actually really they look really good. Mm-hmm. But like, I still like the old stuff, so I'll just do what I'm thinking is something cool because obviously there's a whole stack of like hive lords that haven't fallen to Shaz. Yeah, right. so I'm thinking like the old ones look like almost like good guys in comparison to the new stuff. Like the new stuff, right? The new stuff looks kind of sinister looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking I might make like Themy and the old the the old ones that I've got are actually them, free Shazvasti. Paint them bright green yeah. or purple or something. They're like that. already blue. They're already painted. Blue. Oh, okay, so, so it's like it's almost friendly. like a, yeah, friendly it's colors. like UN UN Shazvasti <laughs> um, because they're blue and white. But um, yeah, the new stuff I'll get, and, but um, I might uh, paint them properly. Yeah, it looks good. No, sinister. they look real good, real good. And all twelve look good. They all look good. They all look good. Yeah, I rated eight out of eight, mate. Great bait. <laughs> Great bait, mate. Rated eight out of eight. What was it? Who was? Was that you that did the really good one last week? It was like you know, marks, marks from zero to twelve. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and like, yeah. like Chris was like ten. I was like, no, dude, that's not no. Eleven yeah, at least. You know, score it between zero and twelve. 12. Um, I was like, I like that. That was a good yeah, one. Yeah, so it's um super excited that that's coming out, and then you mm. can get what is it um. Valkyrie. Uh, Valkyrie. Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. Valkyrie. That's a pretty cool model, I think. She's mm. real cool. Um, I would have looked. Would have preferred her looking more like what's her face from Police Academy, but I'll take. I'll take that one. <laughs> she looks fairly like it. Well, like, yeah, but you know, she's yeah, pretty, she's ripped. Like she's, she's like cut. Her. Like she's yeah. real cut. I like. That. I like that. Yeah, a lot. yeah. yeah. Um, and the fact that she's also going to be playable in um, Defiance. Defiance, which yeah. is really the, like the first information we've gotten about Defiance mm. in terms of like how mm. it's going to expand into the regular game. So yeah. how that actually works, who knows? But we'll wait and see. Mm. Can't wait. Shall we um, crack on to the 
beef, meat, potatoes. We shall. So if you're vegetarian, tofu, tofu, the protein. The protein. <laughs> the protein, the protein and carbs of the episode. That's right. And a little bit of fats as well. Yeah. So, um, cool. <laughs> Says the bodybuilder. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, I dropped, I dropped almost 10 kilos from it. From my heart, from, from the surgery. Oh, cause you haven't been able to haven't eat. Been able to eight. Eight. Yeah. Wow. I was 116 and now I'm 106. Where's wow. it gone? It's all, all around actually, it's all around my hips, my arm, my, um, my forearms, my legs. Yeah. yeah, all the all the good spots to mm. lose it actually. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Damn. I haven't lost any weight. That's all right. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. It's winter. You look Wonderful. great. Black's black's a good colour on your neck. <laughs> Black is <laughs> slimming. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um yeah, I'm, I'm wearing my uh, I've got a UFC hoodie that I picked up when I went and watched the UFC in Melbourne and um it makes me look like a badass. <laughs> so <laughs> wife beater. <laughs> <laughs> Um, cool. So, Kev, do you want to start us off with um, with a bit of an intro? We have thrown me a curveball. That's right. Uh, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not doing all the work. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, right. So we're talking marker states tonight. Uh, we've already gone over the different states. Camo yeah. and To. I think we blah, should ju- probably just first off jump into what. He's taking it back away from me. Yeah, he yeah. told me to introduce me. He's yeah. realizing I'm floundering. Yeah, he's taking it. Make back no again. mistake. Exactly. This is a dictatorship. Exactly. I, 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 yeah. threw, I threw that. La- I gave you the layup, and you fumbled it. I'm like, I'll, I'll take. I'll it just straight it back. back thanks. Yeah. Fine, so, fine, so I mean, fine, like, fine, like fine, yeah, fine. we we listed what we're what the different states are, but I guess we want to give a bit of a, a, a start off to say what they actually mean. So mm. I guess camo and to camo. Um, the first two that we, you, you, you're going to come across, um, basically, it's the f- real introduction to, to what marker states are. Mm. When everybody started playing the game, the first one of the first aspects you find out is that you can have models on the table that you don't put the model down, you put mm. a marker down instead. Yeah. Your opponent has you no put idea. nothing there at all. Exactly, or nothing there at all. Mm. Um, your opponent has no idea what it is. Um, uh, apart from the fact that it's a that it's a camo, yeah. it's a camo. Hence the marker. term marker state. That's You're right. Putting a, a marker or a token down in rather than, mm. than the model. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And yeah. then there's limited camo. Yeah. Limited. Which obviously gets all well, those benefits as soon as it reveals, and then it loses them. That's yeah. right. Well, the only well, thing it doesn't obviously get is surprise. It gets surprise attack, but that's that's it. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah. So you were saying with the camo and teal camo. So camo is under the skill camouflage and hiding. Mm. And it is camel, camouflage, uh-huh. and then you have teal camouflage, mm. which means thermal optic yeah. camouflage. Yes, I, I, I call, call it, it tournament, tournament organizer camouflage. <laughs> I call it the phantom tournament so I, organizer. I, I, I explained this to someone once, and I called it total optic camouflage. Yeah. And like somebody at the table next to me just like just pointed and Bur- laughed at me. Burst it's out like that's not what it means. It means thermal optic. Like, mate, who the fuck cares? <laughs> it's the same difference. It's just, it's just, it's just because like a it's lot. From, of that, it's uh, from. It's like a direct reference from Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So they get thrown around, but you don't. You know, you say camo, you say to. You don't. Mm. People who don't know what they mean, it means thermal optic camouflage. Yeah. Um, yeah, then limited camo, which is mm. this. But, uh, up until, is up a until, camo yeah, until up until you reveal, yeah. is the same as regular camo. Mm, correct. But then once you've revealed, you can't then later in the game yep. re-enter the camouflage. And state. the mistake a lot of people make is when they reveal with limited camo, they think they still get the benefits of camo for that reveal. You like don't. The, the negative. Yeah, three. the negative three for being in camo. All yep. you get is the surprise attack. Nick three mod. Yeah. So a lot, a, a lot of what I've. I mean, maybe not a lot, but. 
some limited camera models will also have, have mimetism, mimetism on their profile, they get that to which, well. which means that they get the yeah. um, the neg three moving forwards. But correct, yeah, unless they've already unless they've got <clears throat> mimetism as a skill as well, mm. then the ones yeah. that are revealed they don't get yeah. that. Say you're in the open, you're both in the open, and you shoot someone with limited camo instead of being a neg six for your mods, it's only a neg three. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but but functional functionally they work the same, yeah. and as and you does pay a lot less, and for as it. does ambush camo work yeah. functionally yeah. the same, except you get a second yeah. command. Um, Marker. Yeah. Marker. Julian, you've played uh, uh, <laughs> Ariadna before. What's, oh, what's Ambush Camo? Ambush Camo, my favourite. Shell games. So you, you put down one, two camo markers basically when you deploy and one of them's the real one. Um, but like, I'm fairly certain, like, I'm, I'm just, I'm having a mental blank here, but the, the non-real marker can't go prone. So yeah. you have to have it standing. Yeah, um, so that's the limitation of it. And it has it to be is. deployed within zone of yeah. control of the real one as well. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and when you reveal your real marker, that cam that, yeah. that ambush one goes away. Yeah, yeah. but you can yeah. still, the cool thing about it is you, you, you can move around and it stays there. It's only when that's, you reveal the first time. That's a good point. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 And then we've got... Uh, it probably covers most yeah, of the camo I mean, states. That, that's everything yeah. that's got the word camo mm-hmm. in it all falls under the... C- camouflage H- skill. skills yeah. camouflage mm. skills that's what those are then we wanted to also talk about oh excuse me Jesus uh, we wanted to talk about impersonator oh, and holo projector we didn't talk Did, about impersonator yeah. holo projector as well because these are different forms of of marker mm. states but they do have a lot of crossover with camouflage yeah. in how they play and how they interact with with the game mm. itself so that's right yeah um in, i've never used an impersonator before so somebody else can talk about this i think kevin i've used them a fair amount because you've played a lot of yeah so uh, and i mean uh, shaz and combined yeah so yeah. i mean i guess like impersonator you know it's a marker state so it functions in a similar way to to camouflage you know you, you mm. can't you can't be the target of an attack while you're in a, mm. while you're in the uh, in that state um, it obviously grants you additional benefits like you being able to deploy past the halfway line but that's um, that's obviously potentially a separate topic mm. um, the, the one of the biggest differences and we didn't really discuss this with camo and whatnot but um, whereas camo you're you're at neg three to, to, to shoot to attack somebody or discover mm. somebody teal camo you're at neg six to, mm. to discover somebody or shoot somebody same with um, ambush camo and limited camo mm. the, the neg three uh, impersonator you're at neg six, but once you discover on the first, on the, on the first slot to discover, yeah, um, uh, and then when you try to, if you, and then you have to then discover them a second time to actually reveal the model. So whereas, the whereas, second time is no modifiers, no modifiers. So and so, the important thing to remember because a lot of people fuck this up. You can only discover one level per order of impersonation. Yeah, yeah. So I yeah. guess what I'm trying, what I'm trying to do is give you a, a, yeah. the, the basic distinction yeah. between it. Whereas if you're a camel marker, you are mm. they say discovered or whatever, you 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 are revealed. Mm. Uh, an impersonator, you if you are just the first level, you get peeled back the first layer. You have to be discovered a second time. Yeah. Um, so so to give an example of that, I guess if you've got uh, an, an impersonator who's who's yeah. activating, yeah. and then you are AROing discover mm. with three different models. Yeah. If they all succeed their discover roles, it still only goes from impersonator yeah. to impersonation yeah. two. Mm-hmm. Impersonation is one of the funny skills as well in this game, where level two is, is not as good. worse than level mm. one. Mm. Um, usually, it's the other way around. Mm. But um, but yeah. Yeah, so I mean, like, there's a, there are a bunch of differences in, in impersonator, and maybe we'll get into that as we go through. We're just gonna kind of give a basic mm-hmm. kind of, you know, this is a type of marker state, but um, they, for the purposes of this episode, they do function similar in how you deal with them and how you may leverage them to to your advantage. 
Yeah, and then the last one we want to, we're going to be talking about is uh, holo projectors. Holo projector, yeah. yeah. Um, so holo projector is another funny one. There's two different levels of holo projector. Holo projector three actually. Is there? Mm. Yeah, but you um, can sort of ignore the third one because that's only on unless, um, unless you're a Kelly's his friend. Yeah, what's his? Oh, Patrickles. Patrickles. Petroleum Kelly's. Patrickles. Yeah, it's like Patrick, but but Greek. Yeah. Um, should have Patrick Opolis on the end there. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, hollow projector level. I mean, the main levels you'll encounter level one and level two. Mm-hmm. Level one mm-hmm. means you can put a model down. Uh, the holo projector model can be put down on the table as any other model in your faction that's the same size, size. as it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so you can play play some real crazy shell games with mm-hmm. that sort of thing by making your opponent think you've got something, or mm-hmm. like if you're running Saladin or Sunzay as your lieutenant, you can have two of them on the table, and your opponent has no idea which one's the real one. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Um, and but then level two, which is more of see, level one is like. A real shell game. It's not really a marker. Yeah, state. level like, two is where the marker comes in mm, place. Mm. You can put your holo projector down with two other um, holo. What are they called? Holo echoes. Holo echoes. Mm. Um, and so the three of them are all markers, and uh, you don't know which one the real one is. It's much more aggressive. That's as right. As opposed to level yeah. one, which is not as yeah. aggressive. The, yeah. the big difference between holo projector and the others, though, mm. is whereas the other ones you have to, um, you can't shoot them until you discover them holo projector is you can shoot those holo echoes off the bat mm. the other thing to remember with holo projector though is if someone's in the active and they mm-hmm. go all three of them around the corner at once so to speak um, you can actually hold and wait until one of them reveals yes because, because it's so you don't have to go a yeah. marker state yeah which is yeah. one of the sort of special rules I guess we'll get to when you're dealing with marker states that mm-hmm. it allows for certain interactions because um, otherwise it might break the break the rules of the game um, actually there's one one actually you missed well we missed um, that I'll just briefly mention is decoy is technically a marker state. yeah it's technically yeah yeah it's yeah. the same, same as a holo projector in many ways except that you can't move those it, it's kind of it's kind of like uh, the holo projector version of ambush camo ambush camo yeah, yeah kind of yeah yeah it's a bit it's, like, it's almost like a cheaper version of a holo projector in a way because you can't once they're gone you can't re-put them up mm. you can't move around with them but they do offer the same kind of um, protections as holo projector does yeah, and if you're a holo proje- if you're a decoy who's also a drop troop, then you just break the game. Then mm. yeah, our brains. It's a good. It's a good trooper that profile. I like it. Yeah, yeah cool. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Maestro is. We're not amazing. talking about it. No, it's all right. Sorry. Same. Maestro is amazing. Yeah. 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 Maestro is a great hacking skill. How good is the shroud and killer hacker device? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> um, cool. So yeah, moving on. I guess then the first thing we wanted to tackle was um, how. You'll look at uh, utilizing the different types of marker states when you're building your list, mm. and and how the different categories of, of markers and, and and profiles that can have a marker state fit into your list, and, and how they kind of work on the tables. So, mm. uh, I'd, I'd like to just kick off with this, uh, just going right back to my very first game or, or very first sort of in, uh, building a, a list. Um, the rule of cool is like, oh, this guy's like a camouflage marker. Mm. Like you wanna, like you immediately gravitate to that when you're looking, you know, as a newbie or a veteran, you're like, you you wanna look for those marker states because they're they're cool. Mm. You know, they're like, oh, this guy gets to deploy up the board. He's he's not really on the table properly. He can do all this janky stuff. So, like when you look for it, um, from from me from starting, like that's like an immediate draw point. Like this is not from a tactical point of view. This is just me going. There, it's just a cool rule. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So. That's what I look for. Sometimes it's, it's just cool stuff. 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And and like there's nothing wrong with that at all because the way that the game works means that if you just build a list that's all the cool stuff you want to you want to play, mm. it might not be optimal, but you can still pull it out. What do you mean? Yeah. I thought this game was about building disgusting lists <laughs> and, and net net listing. Well, it's it, yeah, what I've been I, doing. I guess I've been doing it wrong. I guess what I'm getting at as well is like it um it does kind of invoke like so you when mean when you guys s- don't play four Gazi Mudawaya every <laughs> every game. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. But yeah. like when you're first starting out, like when someone explains to you, it's like, oh, this trooper, this Alhawa mm. assault hacker mm. doesn't start on the table. It starts as like a marker, mm. and immediately, and like, then it reveals really and it's cool. one of the worst models in the game for its points. <laughs> and you're like <laughs> sucked in. So that's that's kind of like mm. what you kind of look for is. And, and then Kevin things. goes, "I took it because it's got a funky hairdo, and I think it's cool." <laughs> and then and then the shrouded killer hacker device goes, "You're dead." Yeah. Oh god, <laughs> Julian. Julian, it's not. It's not your. It's not. It's not your list. It's you. Remember? Yeah. It's not yeah. your list. No, it's, oh, you. it's your rolls as well. Because yeah. I bet you, I bet you, he turns around and goes, "Hey, you're isolated." <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so the, I guess there's three main categories when it comes to uh, to how you utilize utilize um, marker states in uh, in a in a game. It'd be your your midfield skirmishes slash your specialists who are I guess your utility pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one is like your hidden. Uh, your hidden hit pieces uh, that, that can be used offensively, uh, things like a Sphinx, a Hack Towel, the Impersonators are a really good example mm. of this. Mm-hmm. Um, as well Swiss as Swiss Guard. Swiss Guard as well. Cutter. Yeah. Yep, Cutter, that's right. The biggest one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, ARO presence as well. Um, I. Ever- oh, Lordy Lord, we know who we're going to mention here, don't <laughs> we? <laughs> are we talking about my Lord and Savior, Mr. Noctifier? <laughs> That's, that's exactly what we're talking about. The sort of thing that you, that you throw on the table when your opponent... Oh, you don't throw him on the table. You you place him you, gently. <laughs> uh, you, you, you don't even place him. You just you just, you just just take a photo. You just silently, when your opponent's like, any ear rules, yeah. and you're like, reach into my bag and just... Put him down. <laughs> and be like, I've yes. actually I've actually been putting him down to the terror marker lately. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. people know what he is. Oh, and they're just yeah. like, fuck me, I've got to deal with this shit. Yeah. You're gonna discover him. I've got to, even if you try and censor him at that range, like you're uh, terrible. Like resu- you know, it's terrible mm, odds. Mm, mm. Yeah, so it's like it's right. just so annoying. Like I've actually found I get more utility out of him from a, the sheer annoyance yeah. of putting and him. Anyway, we'll get into well, that. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get so to the, that. The, yeah, so yeah, the we'll last get. category we're going to talk about and that is like your feints category. Things that are really there for to, that's to for. mess with. Yeah, sorry, that's what I meant for. Mm. Um, to <laughs> to mess with your your opponent's head in the, in the mind games aspect of mm. of, of the game. So yeah, um, in terms. In terms of the utility pieces, uh, what um, what do you guys reckon about that sort of stuff? How's, I, how, how's, how's that work? You've got like your, your, your obvious ones there, you know, your you know Tack and Ariadne. You've got your Strelox or your um, your Chasseurs, and then in something like um, Combined, you've got your Shrouded, uh, you know, Camera Marker pieces. Um, as you said, Kev, your Alhawa in something like Huck, yeah, or. Um, Pano, your Crocman, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, what they all have in common is they they all start up. They forward. all start up with the field. Mm. They they all have specialist options. Mm. Uh, they all have a, a fairly diverse range of profiles. So mm. you know they're not just necessarily just combi rifles or boarding shotguns. They might yeah. have D charges, anti personnel mines. Mm. Um, 
you know, killer hacking devices, assault hacking devices, sorts of things. So forward yeah. observers, whatnot. So yeah. Uh, yeah, they can fulfill a, a range of roles from from like being an attack piece to being to being a, a, a midfield um, uh, harasser to being a, a specialist button pusher. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, one one of the games that I played the first time I went to CanCon, um, it was that I can't remember the name of the mission. It's one where there's like three buttons along the midline of the table, and mm. whoever's pushed the buttons at the end of the game gets the points. Oh, okay. I can't um, remember the name of that one. I yeah. was playing against a JSA player. Acquisition? And, uh, it could be, yeah. yeah. He, I was playing against JSA. He had, I think it was either two or three ninjas. He went had the second turn, and mm. in the final turn of the game, yeah. these two ha- killer hacker ninjas both came out of hidden deployment and pushed pushed two buttons that I had, but couldn't stop him from doing it. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So that sort of stuff, particularly when you look at the TO stuff with hidden deployment, yep, yep. Um, you can you can pull out those sorts of utility plays right at the end of the game. Mm, definitely, mm. yeah. Um, what about uh, hidden, uh, like offensive hidden hit pieces? There's yeah. a few different, even subcategories within that one. That's probably the most diverse one, I'd reckon, because mm, mm. they're all very different. Cause well, like, you can look at just a f- like generally, like just offensive, you know, attacking yeah. attacking pieces primarily. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I, guess I guess you could look different at different categories like, from there. You know, faction specific, like you know, as you said, Eugene, you've got the hack tower. Um, Ariadna's got more than you could shake a fist at. You've got um, like before. Yeah. Before we go on, I mean, yeah. Ariadna itself as a faction you, is one of the few factions that you can potentially have an entire army of, of camo markers. And, yep. the, and the yep. interesting thing is, like, even with the hit pieces within Ariadna, for example, um, they're very different. Like a, a, a Spetsnaz is very different to Uxia. Mm. You know, one is going to shoot you from the opposite side of the table mm-hmm. with an HMG because let's face it, you don't take the sniper. And then Uxie is the one who starts up in your deployment zone um, yeah. or near it and is up there wrecking your link team turn one. But they still are camo hit pieces doing a very different role. That's yeah. right, yeah. I yeah. think Ariadna, as you said, because they've got so many camo options, it's the only faction that can really do that. Like Yu Jing, for example, doesn't really have... I mean, Yu Jing... Used got, to until, you know, JSA uh, was like, hey, see you later. They've, they've still got a good um, bunch of... Camp mm. options from mm. your, things like your Hack Tower, the Dao Fei, which is mm. the only heavy infantry with it, with. Um, uh, well, you only you only, only you got a few uh, now in Eugene that have that. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, but only the only real heavy infantry, the um, the Zan. What is it? The um, uh, Zencha. 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 Is, it's not real heavy infantry. Yeah. It's it doesn't even have shock, shock immunity. immunity. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. even have yeah. shock immunity. Mm. Come it's, on. It's 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 one point five heavy infantry. If, yeah, or point yeah, five at, at point. best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, yeah. So it's um, it, but then also the they still get ninjas. They they Gui Lang is, I mean, going on the previous category mm. in terms of mid midfield skirmisher specialists. I reckon the Gui Lang is one of the best in the game because it, it it can have that forward observer profile, which has a deployable repeater, which can give you a bit of a hacking net, mm. um, as well as MSV one. So if yeah. you want to be hunting other camo markers then it does a really great job of that as well. Yeah, yeah and well, that's that's the other kind of area of hidden hit pieces is like, I think what I'm seeing a lot and a lot more of these days in my own list is I take a midfield piece with MSV1 that is there to kill camo markers. Something like, as you said, the um, the Guilang or um, the uh, Caliban. I mean, he's expensive, but he's so good at it. The MSV1 Spitfire. I just have him there to hunt camo markers mm. and he does an incredibly good job at it. Yeah, but I mean, like when, when mm. we're talking... Hidden hit pieces. We're talking big punches, big punches, like a cutter. Thing, things like the cutter, mm. things like the Sphinx. Mm-hmm. It's the, these are both tags with to camo, mm. which means that at mm. the start of the game, you don't know where they are. Mm. Um, and something like a Sphinx is so fast, 
he can get to where he needs to be in two or three orders because mm. yeah. he's got six six climbing plus. Yeah, Kev, yeah. you've been using a Sphinx a little bit recently, haven't you? Quite a lot. Yeah, yeah, it is. It does open up so many options, um, especially because he starts off the table. If you do go second, you don't have to worry about him dying on turn one if someone goes after and try, tries to alpha strike him. Obviously, you've got to worry about your orders being 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 caught, uh, capped, but. Mm. It's, it, it, it does feel quite liberating going well he's over here he's safe if I've mm. got enough orders left I've you know I've got I've got an attack run which will be I guess the same thing as a as a cutter mm. um, but definitely yeah having that movement and the climbing plus gives him it's a amazing lot the of difference the climbing plus makes vectors of attack mm. um, and plus it's, it's a it's attack right so it's like at least armor six it's three wounds it's got BS you know cutters like BS 15 uh, sinks is BS 14 so it's you know it's it's got everything you need in an attack piece, mm. um, except that it can be uh, you know, obviously uh, hacked to death. I think the difference between the cutter and the sphinx, though, which it's, it's such a huge difference because the cutter used to have it, but then they got rid of it when then three came. Oh, they're heavy. The, yeah, they're two heavy mm. flamethrowers because it's like if you dig your sphinx in, you're spending two orders to try and discover it. Yeah. And shoot it, mm -hmm. and you're just going to get flamed as in a return. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely great having that option. Yeah. Whereas the, the cutter, I guess, mm. lost that because it, it doesn't really act in the same way. You it's know, very the, different. You push a cutter up forward now. It used to be able to do that, mm -hmm. but now you, you don't push a cutter up and leave it there. You push it up, pull it back. Whereas yeah. the Sphinx, you push him up, really camo, and that's it. You don't even bother bringing yeah. him back. Really, you bring him back a little bit. Like you don't want him up. You know, in your deployment zone. Still. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, like, like you say, like they, they all share similar similar aspects. There, mm. the offensive pieces are generally fairly fairly tanky. They use their um, vision visual mods and their marker state to to get up mm. the board and deal some real damage. There, there's some tags with regular camo as well. Like the Ulan. That's right. Ulan. Yeah, from Pan yeah. Pano Pan has that has that yeah. as well. And mimetism, which is not a marker state, but the a few uh, tags get it. Tikbalang has Tick -Balang. that. Too. Yeah, um, so... Aero. Well, yeah, Aero. Yep. Um, so obviously we, we mentioned Noctifier. Mm -hmm. yep. Julian, you've got 30 seconds to talk about the Noctifier. Oh, he's, he, he is the, the biggest game-changing piece in the game. Like, all of a sudden you take away the opponent's advantage with just one... If he's placed right, one, you know, one... one if you roll the dice right. Yeah. I mean, you only got to listen to how Rob talks about it. Rob probably sums it up better than I did in White Noise a while back. Mm. Um, no, it wasn't even White Noise. It was on Facebook. He wrote a little spiel about it. Oh, yeah? As he thought he, he thought it was his, the best arrow piece in the game. Mm. Just mm. because no other piece has, for the points cost, has the ability to flip the table, so to speak, in your favour. Yeah, no, that's a good point. There was someone mm. actually talking about in WGC today asking, mm. asking, does anyone take the Malignus over the Noctifer? And I was like, I've nope. thought about it. <laughs> I've thought about it. Yeah. But you pay eight more point or eight or nine more points for it to basically deploy closer to the enemy. And you don't even get dogged. And well, you, well, yeah, you, you mm. lose some things. I mean, mm. you can sort of argue that dogged is dogged, mm. and you've got an auto med kit. You know, those mm. are kind of similar skills. But the thing is, but, if you're but, getting because that's a sniper version we're talking about, right? It's the multi sniper. Yeah, yeah, it's a multi sniper. You don't want, I'm, it, you I'm don't want it to start forward anyway. You want it to start like right back. Well, I mean, if you don't have to start, unless is the yeah. thing about infiltration. Just because you have it doesn't mean you need you need to mm. use it. Mm. But you are. But the point that I was making was you're paying eight more points for something that sort of does less work than mm. a missile launcher because generally speaking you're using them in arrow mm. so they're both burst one and, that's and then yeah, you don't yeah. get the blast template with mm. the multi-sniper you do get the damage I and whatnot the but and you get the range but you're not getting that active with, you're, well, you're not getting yeah. that you're not getting yeah. that uh, that um, yeah. that uh, fear 
Yeah, I exactly. Guess. In the and same way as I'm like, no. Particularly with the prevalence of, of big, heavy link teams, mm-hmm. if the, that's the someone's worst nightmare is to have their link team walk around a corner mm. and the ARO comes out with a missile launcher, yeah. sure, it's a face-to-face roll, but mm. if that roll is a hit, it still hits everybody else that walked through that template. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. And, um, and even in this, even in the topic, topic of, uh, of tags, you know, a, a, a tag is going to fear a missile launcher more than a sniper rifle because you're, you're absolutely you, you will you will go down to a missile three, launcher, three but you won't go down to a, a mm. double action round from a sniper mm. rifle. So yeah, sort of you can argue. Of and on top malign- of that, it's half the armor as well. It's three at half. And and you're right. Yeah. And the AP. Yeah. I mean, you can argue that malignos. Mm. Can maybe get slightly better angles, but you're paying those eight points. You're, you'd, I'd rather spend those eight yeah, points somewhere yeah, else. Exactly. Uh, unfortunately, I'd much rather have another order. Yeah, I mean, you could run both, but that's yeah. a, that you know a topic yeah. for another day, I guess. Major Luna is an yeah. ARO piece. Well, you I, reckon? I don't, I don't, or... I don't use Luna as an ARO piece. Yeah, she's active. No, really, I because she's because yeah, she got true, limited true, camo. True. She got limited camo, so if you want surprise shot, you have to use her in the active, mm. and you can't use. Marksmanship either. That's right. And yeah. her marksmanship level X is it means that she's another active piece. The way I use Major Luna mm. is I'll keep her as my reserve. Mm-hmm. If I'm going first um, and my opponent will put down their stuff, maybe they've got a TR bot or something that's an obvious mm. um, ARO piece, yeah. Major Luna will come down, uh, will be, will, or that camo marker that is Major Luna will be placed directly opposing that TR bot or whatever it mm. is, and uh, in in potential in what is hopefully a better range band for that sniper rifle, mm-hmm. and uh, and then first order of the game, marksmanship level X to blow its brains out. Yeah. One one of the ones that I really like as an ARO piece is the um, Caterin in Ariadna in mm. Caledonia. Yeah, that's because really he's good. he's got a T two rifle, so. I mean, he's only, he's only got limited camo, but he's also got mimetism as well. Yeah. Um, and if you get hit by that T two round, you're putting you're killing heavy infantry straight. You know, put straight to dead. Yeah. Um, or straight to unconscious. Yeah, straight to unconscious. Yeah. 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 Um, and the other thing that's it's is really amazing about him is because he's he's got climbing plus. You can leave him in the most ridiculous ARO place, and then if you have to, you can shift him. Yeah, which not a lot of other arrow pieces can do once they're there. That that's there and they're staying there for the rest of the game. Like you yeah. put a noctifier up on the tallest building in the game and he's staying there if he can't get down. Whereas yeah. uh, a caterer will just climb down and not care too much. Yeah, so, no, that's that's right. And he can yeah. shoot on the way down as well. That's right. Mm-hmm. So. Another another model that's um that's maybe not a great arrow piece, but when you're looking at arrow, one of the things you want to have is, or the one thing you're doing to arrow is to slow your opponent down with mm-hmm. speed bumps. And I think the best speed bump in the game at the moment is the Libertos. Yes, oh, absolutely, hundred yeah, percent for, for on, ten yeah. points. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yet any anti personnel mines, light shotgun. Something comes comes around the corner. There's two camo markers there because you've already put down mm. one of your AP mines. Mm. Uh, sorry, yeah, any personnel mines. They come around and uh, they it's really going to slow people down. You've still got another two mines that mm. you can just pop down as you like and dog it as well mm. um, to to mean that your opponent has to get. Either use shock against you or properly get two hits yeah. to uh, to take you out. No, I find um, when I look at the Libertos, obviously, if, let's say I have SWC spit, I find it so hard to decide which profile because I go SMG, I'm going for like an aggressive piece, mm. which he's amazing at with that profile, or I go light shotgun with the mines and the chain cult, obviously, they've both got chain cults. 
and you're going more defensive. So I, I actually find that pro- I always include in my list because it's amazing. But the, 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 the main layer profile is the yeah. one you're talking about for AROs, mm. yeah. And yeah. actually, I, I got a way to solve your problem there, Julian. Mm. Play Dashat and their AVA two, and so you can take both of them. Yeah, yeah. And they yeah, can I both couldn't. get and they can both get mimetism for an extra one point each. I could play Dashat, but then I'd feel cheesy. <laughs> I already have enough cheesiness in whatever I do in Infinity, so I can't kind of sink to. You leave that up to the players in other cities. Yeah, yeah, I already do Australia. enough. I already do enough cheesy stuff. I mean, I don't want to be known as the most cheesy guy in Australia. It's you know, it's, <laughs> playing dash it's, Yeah, yeah. Uh, on on the topic of of arrows, I've got one more to add to it. Sure. Um, and it, it, this is my favorite arrow piece, and it's been and it's been a, it's been a godsend since I started playing Shaz. Is a speculum mine layer. <laughs> yeah, as an as an arrow piece, that just blunts. If you're not going, if you're going second, it blunts everybody's first turn. Yeah. Right, so, so you've got you've put him up there. So I he's put him up there as my reserve. I wouldn't say it's an arrow piece. Ah, no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. stopping. Yeah, but but, but just but let me finish. It's, let it's me... more of a it's a more of a, a fuck you deal with this piece. Well, yeah, it is. Yeah. But, but <laughs> isn't, isn't that what arrow pieces are? Yeah, but arrow pieces, I would argue, is more of a, a piece that is stopping your opponent from pushing down a side of the table. Whereas, this is exactly what that whereas, does. <laughs> yeah, it kind of does that, but it's not that. It's 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 actually it, it's. It's 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 two things. It's an opportunity cost because you're taking orders away from them to have to deal with it. Yeah, just what an arrow does. Oh well, yeah, but it's it's. Well, I, I, look, yeah, I, I, yeah, before yeah. you go, you're on, not actually aiming to kill yeah, something. Before, you're just stopping. Before you them. go on, Julian, yeah. Kev, can you explain to yeah. me how you're using your speculo mine layer as yeah. an arrow piece? Yeah, okay. So it's pretty self-explanatory. You're going second. You're holding that as your, your reserve. They put down their reserve. You put down your reserve. A speculo or a, an impersonator can deploy up to the twelve inch, up to the deployment zone of your enemy mm. without a roll. So you put your impersonator marker down, and then within eight inches of that, still obviously not inside the enemy's, enemy's deployment zone, you place a camel marker. Yeah. So the amount of times you've had a link, link team, team that's just maybe maybe that link team isn't quite on the twelve inch line. Maybe that link team is like eleven inches on the on the line, and there's like a part of a building or a walkway or a gantry that's on the just in front of the twelve inch line. Bang! Down goes the the mine right in front of that link team. Or, you Would know, you, do you risk it for the biscuit and put it inside? I did it twice on the weekend. Yeah. Because they because they did deploy you pass it yes, I did. yeah yeah. So I, I especially if you especially balls. if you can pass that whip fourteen or, yeah. or whip whip fourteen, you get in behind their lines. You can uh, you can really stop them, and, and what I found really fun as well is if you are worried about uh, a particular camo headpiece. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think of an example. Uh, what was it on the weekend? It wasn't really a headpiece, but let's just let's just talk like a heckler mm-hmm. or something like that that you're really worried about. Mm. Now you can't place a, a mine. You can't place a camo marker, but we'll talk. We'll talk about this in later. View. You can't place a camo marker within the trigger area of another camo marker, mm. but you can place a camo marker or a mine. It's sorry. not trigger area. It's within line of sight. Well, no, 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 no. Trigger area. Let's just let's just keep the keep the wording right. Yeah, but it's, it's trigger, trigger area. Trigger no, no. area could technically, if, if you're reading it like one way, it could mean like say there's a wall, and you could say. Well, no, no, no. I'm yeah, gonna re- yeah. I'm gonna read it as the actual rules are. Yeah. The trigger area, as in like it has to be able to trigger. Yeah. Not the not line of sight. Getting technical. Line of sight of the trigger area. Yeah. So. Okay. That's basically it. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Because yeah. you can see. Because yeah. a lot of people get confused because I have it in all my games where they're like, oh yeah, no, you can't put deploy a camo marker there because you're in my zone of control. Because yeah, well, it's the trigger just, area, so to speak. Yeah. Well, but zone of control and trigger area are different yeah, things. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah that's, that's line that's of sight of the trigger area. That's so a, people know. Okay. Yeah. Line of sight of the trigger area. <laughs> you can't place a 
mine within the line of sight of a trigger area of another camel marker that's uh, of an enemy camel marker. But you can. I mean, deploying it. Can I talk? Can I finish talking? I'll let you finish it. Yes, please. Can I? (laughs) But you can place that mine within line of sight of another of an enemy camel marker if there is another valid target Target. within that trigger area. Yeah. So, if you have a couple of camel markers. And there's like an eight point fastball spot also mm. hanging out in that same area. Mm. That camel marker can go down legally. Yeah, and within the, that area, and that mm. suddenly stops this this, you know. Yeah. This the whatever they were planning. And doing. even if there's not a valid target, you know generally where they're going to move through. Well, so yeah. you just put that mine there anyway and go try moving through here. Have yeah. fun. Yeah, and it, it, yeah. it, it, it obviously takes a little bit of finesse because yeah. you know the the you, you, opponents can discover shoot these things, but mm. the amount of times that that yeah. was my that was my opponents first turn mm. getting rid of that mining or getting rid of that speculo has saved my bacon yeah on more than one and occasion. just just giving them an obstacle that they 100% have to deal with yeah if, if not to mm. get rid of or to to really maneuver yeah. to get around either it. maneuver then or set the, it off or something like that but even yeah. then it's the fear of it like potentially going down I had a game the last game I played before I went off and had surgery I played mm. against Ryan right and I was watching him deploy and I was a little bit tired because I had a sore tooth and everything yeah and he's fucking like spending agonizing over his link team. I was playing Shaz Vasti, agonizing over it, oh, yeah. trying to figure out what to do, this, that, and the other. He's deployed it all. And I'm like, why did you agonize so much over that? And and he's like, oh, don't worry, it's all right, don't worry about it. And, and anyway, mm. I put, I remember my Noctifier, and I'm like, you know, doing this, that, you know, he's like, oh, you're running a Noctifier. I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, I thought you were running a Speculo. Because I put my one to fire down as a tear marker. Uh, and he's like, I'm like, is that where you were the deployment thing? He was expecting Yeah, that. and he psyched uh, himself out nice. because he thought there was a speculative mine layer coming. And I didn't even have to tell him. Like, he didn't have to, like, you know, put the age or like, oh, I might have a speculative mine layer as my reserve model. You don't know. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, didn't even do that. I just, I with, was, with, just, he just psyched the, himself. With the speculative mine layer, would mm. you ARO to lay a mine at any point? Like, when, if you're, have, you're still in the impersonation state? Yeah, I have done. Yeah, it depends on what my opponent's trying to do. Yeah. Like, if, if it's... Uh, I've had um, my opponent try to run, like, a pal bot up to just detonate the mine in a safe area. Of course, the pal bot will run up, and I'll be like, cool, I can see I'm going to reveal and place another mine. Mm. And then he has to spend another... He'll, he'll detonate that first mine, but now he has to spend another order to detonate the second mine. And mm. that second mine... If, mm. if it didn't kill him. If it didn't it. kill him in the first yeah. place. And that second mine might be in a harder spot that won't hit something else of his. So... You can just kind of, you know, like that along. And it's it's real fun. I mean, it's real fun. But like you say, I think people are going to catch on to that. Because I think my first game on the weekend, my opponent knew I was going to run that. And he pulled his link to, you know, everything was back. Mm. So that he nothing was going to be within the trigger. I'd, yeah. I, I had to roll for it. And I, I passed. And it was like, whew, okay. Yeah. Um, it was funny because yeah. like, I was speaking with Ryan about after that game. And I was like, I hadn't realized how much of an impact that one profile made mm. on his whole game plan mm. in deployment. And like it literally, if cha- it literally changed his deployment, yeah, because he yeah. he had to think about it possibly being there. Com- combining yeah. and combining that with the Noctifer, yeah, got two of those things that someone's now having to think about. Well, they always had to think of the Noctifer, but now mm. they're thinking about mine layer speculo and an Noctifer mm. in the same list, possibly mm. looking at the same link team or whatever. Um, yeah, it can. It's mind games, I guess. But yeah, mm. um, and yeah, when talking about mind games, that sort of goes on to the next aspect that is a really big part. Of uh, of the, uh, <laughs> I just like how, you, how I set you up there for that one. I like that you. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Of the of, of the market state play, which is uh, using them as as a feint. So what we mean by that is something that um, uh, you're you're playing mind games. You, you, your opponent 
thinks it could be one thing, but it turns out to be another thing. Mm. The sorts of things where, um, I mean, and that sort of goes down to the to the to the mine layer stuff as well. Um, and ambush camo. And ambush camo. Mm. Ambush camo because I mean that's the whole essence of ambush camo, really. Because Make people spend orders discovering stuff that's exactly. not there. Instead of just putting down the one uh, the one camo marker, you've put down two camo markers. Mm. Now, if you've put both of those down standing up. Uh, there's no obvious reason which one's going to be the fake one because mm. obviously the one that is the ambush can't go prone, but the real model can go prone. Mm. You've got two models there covering the same fire lane, for example. Mm. Your opponent does not want to walk down that fire lane at all because they have no way of knowing which one's going to be the real one mm. and which one is going to be a waste of a discover mm. to, uh, to try and pick out. Um, so that's sort of the, the essence of, of ambush camo in that in that faint idea. The same thought sort of thing can be done because a lot of these midfield models or forward deploy models will have mine layer as well, mm. like what we talked about before. When a mine goes down, it goes down as a camo marker. So if you've put your mine layer down standing up instead of putting in prone, there's no way for your opponent to know which one's the model and which one's the, the mine. Mm. Mm. Uh, so so it, it means they either have to... Uh, avoid that area entirely or it can be quite order intensive for them to, to to work through that in terms of discovering and when you do a discover and you discover it's a mine and then sure you know it's a mine but it's still a mine there that you have to deal with mm. um, yeah so what other aspects have we got in the uh, in the faints category of um, we discussed ambush yeah yeah so we talked about ambush camo we talked about using mine layer um so I guess this is uh, using holo projector in level one is mm. something that can do this as well. Because, oh, absolutely, yeah. Because you can put down a um, a holo projector, the, a guy that might not have that much of a, a, a good weapon uh, loadout. Mm-hmm. Put him down as someone with a with a with a HMG with or, loadout, or yeah. a um, like put put it on the table as your as your MSV two sniper or something mm. like that. Yeah. So that uh, so that while your opponent might not want to try and engage it mm. by tr- by wanting to not engage it they're having to spend orders mm. to avoid it yeah and, 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 and one, of, one of the best ones and the one that you run a lot is the 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 luduan uh, disguised as a as a as, panopalan as, as, as either a baggage bot or even a rushi mm. yeah because yeah. suddenly you're like you're 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 approaching that model in a completely different way because yeah, you cause don't you, you don't know it's a guy with a heavy flamethrower yeah you come around the corner and go oh, it's a spitfire it's a flash pulse yeah I've got him yeah. with my boarding shotgun. You go, how surprised? I know. So <laughs> yeah. it's yeah, that's mm. that's definitely uh, mm. where you could really. That's, that's that's like one of the examples that always sticks in my mind. There's mm. a new one that is also kind of popped up, which is I guess a faint before the game even starts, and that's the Tagma skirmisher or schema. Schema. Tagma schema. Schema. Where you don't even know the Tagma's on the table. Oh, and he's got can, camo, he's, does it? No, he's got holo projector level one. Oh. So, and he's also got a sniper. So I think there is situations where you could deploy it as a war core, I think, if some of them get access to it. Mm. Um, but the, the crucial thing with him is that you, we don't know that they have counterintelligence then. Isn't he? Oh. So he's got counterintelligence. Yeah. So you yeah. can look so, at, at, I guess in something like Spiral, it's pretty obvious because they're mm-hmm. like an absolutely instrumental part of the, the army. But you look at something like Vanilla Toha, you don't expect them to have a tagma. And then all of a sudden, it's just in one of the link teams, just the sky to something like a McCool or a Sakul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's counterintelligence. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, let's face it, Toha players play 15 orders. People are going to try and nerf that pool. And they think, oh, there's no tagman there, I'll nerf it. No, yeah. it's totally because, projected. Because counterintelligence is hidden, hidden information. Yeah, hidden information. They don't know that you're only losing one order until after they've... 
the spent, spent that, that command, command. It's actually open information counterintelligence. No, it's it's hidden info. No, it depends who's who's got it. No, it's actually a hidden skill. It says on there. It says it's hidden information. Confident yeah. it's open. No, because the puppet master is you have to, you 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 tell them that. Whereas, in the case of the tag where it's hidden, the tag man, because yeah. yeah, you're you're hollow projecting uh, one, but even hollow projector two um, can be you know can be used to yeah, to, to, to do feints because you can have you know something covering both sides of a of a, of a building, uh, and they don't know which 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 side is that building is the is the real marker. So you know they they're going to have to approach with caution, assuming that both of them or one or the other may private have information. It does say private information. Private information, optional. Ah, okay, cool. I mean, I don't know why you would want to be optional if you're... Uh, yeah. <laughs> unless you wanted to maybe not reveal you had mm. a mentor, for example. Sorry, I know. Yeah, no, you're right. It is mm. private, but I'm just thinking because a puppet master is on the table and you yeah. see it, you know it's got counterintelligence. counterintelligence yeah. That's that's what yeah. I mean, yeah. Whereas whereas uh, the tagma, you don't even have to know there's a tagma. A mentor is a... Well, you only know it has it if you know the lists. Like if... Well, yeah, I, mean, it's, it's, I wouldn't do it. I would say it has access to it. But for example, if you're playing, like say a super experienced player and they go, do you have counterintelligence? And you're an experienced player. I would argue if you had a puppet master on the table, they haven't known their rules. I would say, no, I don't. Because it's still hidden information. I mean, if it's an experienced player, new player on the other hand, yeah. I would be like, I have counterintelligence. Don't do it. You're an idiot. Yeah. And yeah. I guess that's a funny thing with puppet mm. masters because all the puppet master profile have counterintelligence. Yeah. So if you know that puppet masters get counterintelligence, then mm. you know when there's a puppet master down. Yes, that's got counterintelligence. He's got counterintelligence. Yeah. So I'm not sure why it's something. I guess he could have a brain fart as an experienced yeah. player. Yeah, 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 I forgot yeah. about that. Like I'd be honest with you, I wouldn't remember that. And I would probably be the one who then spend the command yeah. token and be like, well, I learnt my lesson there. Which I'm is, glad which is I did why that. it's weird yeah. that it's. But it's also kind of like almost yeah. like chain of command is private information. But if they're not under a camel marker, then you're like, well, that's the chain of command yeah, profile. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. there's not that many of them. So you yeah. can kind of be like, well, that's the chain of command profile. Yeah. Um, okay, anyway, we're getting on. But likewise, oh, someone doesn't have to say they have chain of command on that profile. True that. Yeah. And yeah. if someone asked, I would say, no. This guy's a specialist, but I won't tell you what kind of specialist, kind of specialist <laughs> until he pushes the button. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Do, can you, can, if someone, something's got um, chain of command, can yeah. I ask, uh, can you point no, out the specialist on the hidden, table? It's still so hidden, the fact that he's a specialist is, is, mm. is not hidden known. Info. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's, it's until, until he goes up and pushes a button and you're like, is yeah. he a specialist? No, he actually is. Yeah. How? I can't tell you that. Look at yeah. this fact mining we're doing. This is great. <laughs> this is not even related to the topic. That's fantastic. <laughs> See, we, we, we all learn together. When, exactly. When, when we do this. It's a collective hive mind of, of, uh, of, of learning. Exactly. Yes. So, um, yeah, was there any other sorts of... Oh, yeah, what were we talking about? Marker states placements to bait out your opponent. We kind of talked about that. Holo yeah. projector. Yeah, yeah we, 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 we've just sort of talked about it. Yeah. good chat about holo projector. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, I guess that, that those are the main sort of slots that mm. you're marker states will fit into yeah. um but now we want to go a bit deeper into actually the nitty-gritty of how we're using them on mm. on the table mm. so Indeed. um one thing that we that doesn't i guess it doesn't really fit into any of these other categories but is a really nice added bonus that you get from uh from having a marker state is the extra protection that it gives Indeed. That, that it yeah. gives you yeah. um so uh, anybody who's been who's played with or against yujing in the past six months, will know that the everybody takes the um, the, the Ying mm. lieutenant. Mm. Um, Such a good LT. These days. One yeah. of the best things about that lieutenant is the fact that it's got uh, camouflage, mm. because that means that sure your your opponent will know who it is because you're often spending those lieutenant orders on that model, 
But then the second lieutenant order that you're spending, you're going back into that camo state. That's right. Which uh, which which means you're that much harder to kill mm. because the opponent your opponent can't just walk up and shoot it. They yeah, can't yeah. just drop something next to it without having to to, to deal mm. first with its camouflage before you can do any damage. It's even worse with the mentor and Shazvasti because it's a, it's ambush camo, so you don't even know which one is the LT. That's two camo markers. That's so right. it's even it's even worse than Chazvasti. Yeah. That albeit we don't get LT level two and a whole yeah. stack of models that can use it. So like it swings roundabouts. Yeah, but like, I mean like just a, a broadly about about protections. You're talking you're obviously talking about it's giving it a, a layer in that you can't physically attack it until you remove that camo marker from it. Uh, but even even when you're trying to do that, you know you're trying to discover shoot it. Right, but because it's a camo state or whatever, you know, teal camo state, you're you're going to be at mods. You're going to be at neg neg mods to mm. do that. So neg three or neg, neg three, six. neg three, neg three, neg six to, to before you can even shoot it. And then once you do once you do reveal it, you're still going to be at those neg three, mm. neg six mods, um, which is like yeah. which again is added added protection in a defensive way or also a, in an offensive way. One of the things I see a lot of really new players do completely wrong with camo is when they are the reactive player. You never, ever, when someone walks around the corner with that first short skill to try and discover you, mm. or whatever they're doing to try and discover you, if they've spent that first short skill, you never arrow, you hold. Mm -hmm. Because you're going to do one or two things. They're going to try and discover you with the second half of the skill. Great. They're going to have to now spend an extra order to shoot you. Yep. Or they're going to go, well, I won't burn it and I'm going to discover shoot you. And which in any case, you're going to shoot back. Yeah, so that's so, that, that's a that's a great that's always a great point. hold yeah. at the first if someone spent the first short skill to to, to, to move, move or yeah. to do an action and then they're going to discover you always hold yeah Be yeah because if yeah. you reveal yourself then they can just use the second or, to second shoot part. you and second you haven't made them spend yeah. an extra order and at the end of the day infinity is a game of order resources, resources so yeah yeah so I think yeah. so to, to sort of say that if, if their first if your opponent's first short skill is anything but discover mm. basically yeah uh, just hold just yeah. because because a they might fail at discover rule and then they have to go find someone else to go discover you mm. or and if they do discover you a big deal it's been another order mm. now to shoot you yeah. and you're back you're still where you were yeah. if you had revealed at that point unless it's and, an impersonator they can still try and discover you again. true if, unless it's mm. an impersonator yeah. they have to do it again yeah and the then, other the other tip I have is again, again I mean look dealing with camo later on but it's just a quick one is as a, as a player as a reactive player who's using camo mm. if someone is wanting to discover you they'll ne if really wants to discover you and flush you out the best way to do that is to just discover shoot yeah because you don't want to take that risk of not being able to do jack shit in return and as the player who's getting you know discovered and shot at, you just shoot back because mm -hmm. the odds are far better of you shooting back generally than it is then unless they're on like you know negative twelve. Mm. Yeah, but yeah. even then, I'd probably still shoot back because I don't want to take that risk of not having an ARO. Yeah. So, and I guess they're just the general uh, rules. I guess we should probably cover about marker states because they do, mm. they do kind of like reverse the rules in a, uh, in a little in a little way so when mm. you are when you are the active player and you are the, the marker state and you're trying to get somewhere or you're trying to you're trying to do whatever you're trying you're spending orders on this guy um one of the main changes obviously is in normal normal operation if you're a guy just a model walking around you know you you use your first short skill your opponent then declares their arrows if they have any mm. and then you declare your second short skill but when you're in a marker state, your opponent always gets the opportunity to hold. Mm. Which, Unless they which, don't want to and they want to do something. Well, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They can, 99 they may hold. of the time is the hold. They may hold, yeah. Which, yeah. Which, which, which presents like an advantage, but also disadvantage. 
um, to to a microstep. The only time I would ever say you'd want to like react is if you know you, you, they're not going to do anything and you just go, well, I'll take my free discover. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the the yeah. whole thing, how that works, is that you can you can hold your ARO and then after they've done their second order, you can do something that you couldn't do in the first one. So it means if they decide to shoot, you wouldn't be able to shoot before they've discovered de- declared themselves a model right out of the camo state. That's right. Yeah. Um, so you can, uh, if you've held your ARO, you can then mm-hmm. shoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what you what you can't do is hold and then when they move as the second part of their yeah. order, you mm. can't then try and discover them no. because discover was something you could already do yeah. at yeah. the first at the first point. Yeah, a, a hole lets you let a hole lets you wait your wait out your arrow in case your opponent does something to reveal themselves. That's right, and, and which would then grant you a, a normal arrow. But mm. if they don't do anything to reveal themselves. The disadvantage you, you, lost your you lose your arrow, so it's one of those. Which is still not that bad. It's, it's, trade, it's actually one of my favorite it. things about Infinity because mm. it's one of those things that really gets you, get your, get your mind working. Mm. You know, you're like someone's coming around the corner and they're a marker state. What do you do? Like, oh fuck, do I discover and then they shoot me, or do I hold and then they keep moving and then they get closer? You're like, I don't know what this is. This could mm. be, this could be dark the SMG. I don't want her getting closer. This mm. could be a Malignos with a sniper rifle. Okay, we're playing fantasy Infinity, but it could be any of those things, right? You don't know. Mm. So suddenly, hey, pistol's a pistol, man. Yeah, well, a pistol. <laughs> but but you know, you're suddenly going, well, do what do I do? Mm. And then that that kind of it, it really gets some of these the most memorable moments moments in mm. games when you're making those decisions. That's right. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Uh, where where were we? Yeah. So I I just wanted to mention that part about mm. uh, about markers, um, because it's a obviously a tactic that you have to think about when you're using. When you're actively using a marker, yeah, yeah, um, but also things like um, forcing your opponent to waste orders, right? yeah, um, because and even with with this um, with the that it's sort of similar to what we're talking about with the ARO thing where they're wasting an ARO if they decide to hold and you just keep moving, yeah. Um, in in their in their active turn when you've got all these markers all over the place. They can't do anything to them until they find out what they are. Mm. Most yeah. of the time, unless they're using something like mm. uh, like an intuitive attack. Not intuitive, yeah, intuitive. Intuitive attack. attack that's right. Um, so it's it means that that you've put uh, this whole net of, of obstacles uh, for your opponent to deal with. But they don't only have to deal with the camo; they've then got to deal with whatever it is. Yeah. So that's like that's kind of like I guess if you talk about it, if you are, you know, not the active player, you're you're kind of generally on the defensive you know you're kind of defending yourself and you're using marker states to, to keep yourself in a alive and then when you're in the active turn you're using the marker states to well also keep yourself alive but to help you kill, you things, know, better. kill, kill things better mm. yeah yeah so that's um i don't know if you want to like talk about talk about it in that sort of way like if we, we do we talk about like you know marker tactics if you're in the active player or marker tactics if you're the reactive player because you're talking about the ambush well, there's, camo. There's a, there's a really like I guess simple one for a reactive player, and again like it's something like like uh, your um your uh, not your intruder. I'm trying thinking of the what's the one that Pano gets. The Swiss Guard. Um, no, the other one, the Hexer, Hexer, uh, or anything with TO camo that like has a sniper or a missile launcher to fire. Yeah. One of the ways that you can use them um, is you can really lull your opponent in the reactive to, into a false sense of security, especially if they're going first mm-hmm. by not putting a lot of stuff down one lane. And all of a sudden you, you spring that TO ARO piece and it's like, well shit, now I've got to spend a heap of orders mm. trying to deal with this jerk. And that will probably stop their whole attack for that turn. 
So that's one of my favorite ways of using them in reactive is, is to just really load up one side of the table and go, well, I've got a lot on this side, but what I do have is probably just enough to stop them. And if it's not, all they're going to do is push down that one side and maybe kill a few little shitty things that yeah, they okay. care too much about. Yeah, no, that's, that's, yeah, that's a solid defensive tactic to use for mm. for you know both TU and regular camo because I mm. guess they don't know what's under that camo marker. Mm. You know, it could be nothing. It could be it could be something something powerful. Mm. Um, so yeah, you, using them defensively in that way is great. Mm. Um, did you have any defensive like any sort of marker tactics? Not really. Like, not can, really. I've only you can just... use them to cover objectives. So putting mines on object in and around objectives. So mm-hmm. people go, oh great. That objective room is now mined up with a whole stack of mines. Guess I'm going to be throwing in my six point, you know, impetuous troop in there to clear it out. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Or, so or, using use, using yeah, using mine layer or mm. using using camel markers to spam up the midfield to mm. make it harder for an opponent to get to objectives or mm. get to you. Mm. Yep. That's the, that's a good one. Yeah. Definitely. Um, uh, like like I say, um, what was I saying? Yeah. The, uh, like offensively you can talk about markers yeah 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 i mean on, yeah. on, on the on the offensive i think that's where you you, you get most utility from them yeah yeah like whether it's button pushing or killing shit yeah yeah and and i mean i spoke about earlier that game that i had at the, the first Kenicon i went to where those two to uh ninjas just mm-hmm. last last turn of the game came out and pushed buttons and that that was the whole game None of the rest of the game mattered. You're yeah. apart from that. You're reminding me of, uh, of of Pete what Pete did to me at this year's CanCon in um, uh, Frontline, where I think it was Frontline, where he held his he was in he was had seventy points, seventy seven points or whatever is just before retreat, and I kept him there, like just there for the entire game, so I could hold the the, the quadrants. Yeah, and I knew he had a hacked out, and I knew I could do nothing about it, um, and he just revealed his hacked out in his turn plonked it in the zone and took me from a, mi- a major to a minor. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I've done similar yeah. sorts of things with the Hacktail um, in a game of... Uh, what's the one with the objective room? Um, armory or, armory. or engineering armory. deck. Yeah, yeah. Armory. Yeah. Um, so, basically, the my opponent had taken the mm. objective room with a, with a few sort of medium... like, sort of light, light infantry-type troops... Mm. He didn't have. He, he probably had like fifty points worth of guys in there, mm. and then I had the final turn. My hack tower had already revealed itself. Mm. I re-entered the camo. St- he'd spent his last turn putting a whole bunch of guys in suppressive, suppressive fire, fire yeah. all around different yeah, angles yeah. to stop me from being able to get into the room. Mm. I went back into the marker state with the hack tower and just warped past all these things that are all in suppressive fire because they weren't able to shoot at me, yes, and he, right. he was so reluctant to drop his suppressive to try and discover mm. um, because it would have been at, at bad mods as mm. well because mm. of the uh, because of the TO. TO, yeah. And so that just meant that I was able to walk from where I was in my, almost just out of my deployment zone, all the way past these three different things he had in suppressive, straight into the objective room mm. yeah. and didn't spend any more You know what would have stopped you in that case? And it's a camo marker. What, what a is mine. A mine. Because mine. Mine. Well, you would have forced your hand to react and reveal. Which is a good point because yeah. we haven't just, we haven't just uh, covered this, but... What, what don't camo markers? What can't camo markers protect themselves against? Mines, mines. Because the camo markers, the mines see straight through they camo. Give zero fucks and smoke it. as well. And smoke, yeah. Mm. They, as long as it, as long as it has a, a line to the marker, mm. it will go off. The only thing that they obviously do care about is impersonators. Yes, so impersonators do not set off mines, which has caught my opponents out on more than one occasion. Mm. 
Uh, like I was playing, playing, I was playing red, and he had like you know tack and moss everywhere. And I was just like running a specular, and he's like, "This mine's gonna go off." I'm like, "Nope, no, it's not. No, it's not. I'm a friend." <laughs> which is, yeah. which is, which is, ball from a couch. So, yeah. um, and like what you said there is like a perfect example of like what everyone was probably done at least once with a cam marker is they may have it may be a specialist, it may not be a hacked out, mm. but he might be in a, in a in a safe location, but he needs to get to a new location, maybe to push a button, maybe mm. to hack a tag or something like that. And you know that if it's just a four, move, move. He, you can move, move, and you're safe. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know you can you can move eight inches or whatever your move move value is, and nothing but a mine mm. can can hurt yeah, you. Yeah, because if they're if they're if they're choosing to discover you, then you just can you just, shoot them unopposed. You can shoot them unopposed. Exactly. Yeah. So um, the, the, many opponents won't risk that. Yeah. Because they don't want to get shot for free. Mm. But often you don't want to sh- you don't want to reveal anyway. You just want to get to a new location, maybe a new area yeah. of total cover, or get to a, a, bu- a button to push. Which yeah. is what's so great with the Sphinx, because I know anywhere the Sphinx is in a marker state, I can move twelve inches using climbing plus, and as long as I can get into total cover again, I'm revealed. I might be revealed at the end of that order, but who cares? I'm back mm. in total cover. I can spend another order re camouflage and carry on my merry way. That's right. Yeah, and they um. um what, what I've been finding, because I've recently started using a lot more uh, camouflage than I have previously mm-hmm. um, in my... Because I've gone back to playing vanilla Eugene from mm. Imperial Service. Imperial Service has no camo. Yeah. <laughs> you can get one ninja. Mm. You can get Major Luna, who's the only actual regular camo marker. Mm. Um, and even then, she's budget camo. Yeah, she's limited. Mm. Um, so she can't go back into the camo state. Mm. Um, but yeah, the, so, so moving from a faction that has very few options in that perspective mm. to going back to vanilla where I've got all these different toys that I can play with. Um, I've found myself really going back into the camo state after revealing myself almost every second order. Like I'll activate and surprise shot someone mm-hmm. and then once I've killed that thing, I'll go back into the camo state mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. move mm-hmm. around again and every single time forcing my opponent to make that difficult decision, do I try and discover or do I hold? Yeah. If they hold, I just keep walking. If they try and discover, I shoot them for free. Yeah. The other thing that you can also do a lot of and attack is probably the faction that does most of it mm-hmm. is combined order, very camoing. So as a tack player, I just keep mm. those combined orders around. I'm not doing any... I mean, all my combined orders, my command, um, tokens. command tokens around because I know throughout the game, my Strelox and my Spetsnaz are going to reveal in the one turn and they're all going to need a recamo at the end of it. That's a, yeah, that's so, a great tactic. Yeah. You, know, you get four you get four recamos and you spend one order. Yeah. So, and yeah. I guess the important thing to remember with that is that if you do have camo and TO, when you're recamoing mm. with a combined order, they all have to go back to the same, same level. level. Mm. So, so because it's a... Um, uh, what do they call it? Like a tree skill? Yeah, like t- tiered, 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 tiered skill. skill. Yeah. Um, anyone that's got TO camo mm. also has, has, reg- camo. Has, has access to regular yeah. camo. They can go back to TO camo if, they're in, if they choose to downgrade. Yeah. So it's not the end of the world. It's not like, oh, great, he's thrown off his TO camo now. But it's yeah. just for that, that obviously you, the rest of that until yeah. they're discovered or they choose and to redo it, they're that camo. That, that's another mind game that um, I've seen Pete, the mm. um, Peter Henry, the mm. one of our local Eugene who plays, been playing Invincible Army quite a bit. He has done it a few times. I, I know he did this against you, Kev, where he had a hack towel oh, but had put it down as a regular camo marker instead of TO. Mm-hmm. So Kev, and he did it against me as well, actually, come to think of it. Mm-hmm. I'd like, okay, and I'd been playing Invincible Army. I'm like, okay, that is obviously your um, Dao Ying. Lieutenant, mm. and then it uh, turned out to be a hack tower. I'm like, mm. oh, 
Yeah, that uh, that that really. Uh... I've done it with Noctifiers before. Sure. I put down a camo marker. Yeah. And people go, oh, I'll just censor it, and like, or you know, I'll just, oh, it's a shrouded sniper. My link team can deal with that. And they, like, you know, they walk around the corner and all of a sudden, bang, knock to fire. And you're like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's done it, he did it with me in that game. It was mm. safe area or something we were playing. And I was like, oh, that's your Dao Ying. He's not as he's not as many points as my Speculo is. Mm. I put my Speculo just across the line. So then his last order of the game, he walks his camel marker into the air zone to mm. score. I'm like, yes, I've got this zone. And then he's like, that's a hacked out. I'm like... No. <laughs> so, so, so he'd actually done that to me the game earlier at the oh, same tournament, man. and I was watching your table at that yeah. point oh, and yeah. saw this happening. I'm like, I know exactly what's happening, and I can't say a thing. Oh uh, yeah, because in the following game or before the following game, I was like, Pete, you're a bastard. You're a and he's like, Shh. And he's like, he's been doing that to a few people. <laughs> yeah, he did no. that to me at bloody CanCon. He said, I knew it was coming. That was he the worst ruled, part. He ruled everybody in that yeah. same way. And yeah. I'm like, oh, fair play to him. Yeah. I think it's it, it's interesting when you think about it. Is it worse to know it's coming? Well, it's or a lot of points to, to not know it's coming. Yeah, it's a lot of points to sink yeah. into maybe something you might not use. Yeah. But I mean, he played that well, very well. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, there's another interesting top, top, uh, tactic that. Um, around Hollow Projector that we wanted to talk about, oh, yeah. which is when, uh, at the, is it at the end of your turn or is it the start of the opponent's turn if the Hollow Projector model, the Hollow Projector 2, is out of line of fight, can't be seen by anything, it can automatically redo its Re-hollow, yeah. All the three hollows have to be touching each other, mm. but what that means is you can actually switch between the three of them which one the real one is. Mm. So if you've got a, um, a model, so I do this quite often with the uh, with the Luduan, because mm. it's got such a large base, um, you put the Luduan in total cover mm. into suppressive fire. Yeah, and then at right near the corner of a building, mm. and then um, when it re uh, puts the hollow projector two back on, you've got then one model that is peeking out around that corner, mm. and that model is in suppressive fire. Yeah. Now that model now may or not may or may or may not be the real one, mm. and nine times out of ten you're going to make that the real one because yeah. you've just gotten a free two inches worth of movement mm. yeah. with... Um, well, more than that with the... Yeah, yeah. yeah. To, well, to be able to yeah. put yourself yeah. from... If it's a, moving two across, it's like four. Yeah, but you, you've, you've shifted yourself yeah. from a safe position. It's half a beast. Yeah, instead of Fif- being here, yeah. it's yeah. here next to it, so it's two inches. Yeah. Like the, the base, you've moved, you've moved the base across. Yeah, so the, the 55 the, mil base, you moved... That's what I'm saying, it's more... You moved 55 yeah. mil... Oh. Yeah, that's more than two, it's two okay. inches. It's okay, it's... Yeah. You've gotten, you've gotten 55 <laughs> millimetres of free movement. How's that, Julie? That sounds much better. And it's more than two inches. You're can right. We, can we, can we right. keep it you're to right. fucking... I'm just, I'm just can surprised. Can we keep it to Imperial or I'm just or surprised metric? you know what two inches looks like. Well, <laughs> you know, it's not... It's, you know... We're more than, looking, two, we're we're more more than two inches looks like. Mate, when we're looking at girth, two inches is a lot. All right, <laughs> but when we're looking at width, you know, it's like it's you know it's 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 that age old thing, you know, is 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 two inches a lot? Well, it depends on the context. Is it is it width? In that case, yes. If it's if it's length, in that case, no. And in that case, you better be fucking good at using it. Oh my goodness. Mm. Um, yeah. So so if the fifty five mil base yeah. can then move itself <laughs> so that it is positioned around a corner, which is in a, a more advantageous position mm. in suppressive fire than where you were previously. Mm. So you can really, if your opponent has got models down there and you don't want to expose yourself to go into suppressive you can effectively get there for free mm. yeah no I, I love that one I remember when I first heard that on something somebody told me and my brain was like 
No. Imagine what you would have been without when you used to hear the cutter used to be an S2 model. I used to hear lots of things that you could hide three yeah. antipodes. Antipodes in, used to be in, in three models single, under a camera marker. Single camera marker, yeah. The cutter used to deploy as an S2 model. Mm-hmm. So you could, like, you know... You, Walk into reveal, an objective room and then reveal. And reveal, <laughs> and you can't now. No. Yeah, and Which, not only that, you, you, you're you playing Pano, right, and you have access to a whole stack of S2 models that are TO camo, and you see this TO camo marker walking up the table, and you're like, oh, what the fuck could it be? Mm. Whereas now you're like, oh, it's a 55, it's a cutter. Mm. Yeah. So... Yeah. Yeah. Change days, eh? I'm glad mm. we're not there. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. cool. But I mean, was there any other market tactics specifically that you guys wanted to address? Mm. Um, no. I guess hackers in uh, in camera marker form. I know Kevin's gonna he's gonna roll his eyes, but I cap. Um, the, the important thing to remember with uh, hackers in camera yeah, marker no, one, yeah. is that when they reveal, they still get that neg three surprise attack mod. So you can put, for example, the shrouded killer hacker. Surprise, surprise shot. No, surprise, surprise attack. It's a surprise attack. A surprise attack is specifically the close combat one. Yeah, the, the wording is specific. Oh, how it still works. surprise it's shot. Still, still surprise cool. shot. It's still yeah. surprise yeah. shot, but yeah, you know what I mean. It should yeah. probably be a surprise attack. Surprise, surprise, surprise hack. Surprise hack. There yeah. we go. Yeah. So you still get that neg three mod. So something like a shrouded or a, or mm-hmm. a, or is a heckless good killer hacker. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, they can do, for example, shrouded can do maestro, which is already neg three. So yeah. already, now you're at neg six to whoever you're hacking. Yeah. So all of a sudden that interventor who's going, ha, huh, look at me, look at how good I am at hacking is like, well, kind of a bit shit now in comparison. So yeah, for, yeah. um, for, for camouflage or, and mm. sorry, marker state hackers, not so much with hollow projectors, but camo and TO camo, mm. um, talking about that, um, what we were talking about before with the level of, um, of defense that it gives you. Mm. Um, it also means that your, um, uh, your hacker when it's in the camera state is not hackable. Mm, mm. So, so yes, you can really good point. You yeah. can get your, your assault hacker. Yeah. You can go up, run up the table, mm. do a bunch of assault hack, mm. whatever assault hackers do. I don't know. Um, I love assault and, hackers, man. I love them. They're I've great. started, I've started using fantastic. one for the first time. So good. So, so, so good, man. So bad. So how, good. This is so how good. my game is evolving. I've started using more camo. I've started using more hackers. Um, does that mean that I'm going to be a better player? Probably not. Uh, but we'll have to wait and see. No, um, no. You came yeah. fifth at this tournament, uh, the last one at uh, Slowgrove Three. I, I did. Was I it fifth did. or fourth? Fifth, I think. Yeah. I, I might have been fourth. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It was still a. It was still a really good placing. Yeah, and mm. um, so using hackers in that way means that they're then protected from the mm. dreaded killer hacker mm. that is so prevalent in the game at the moment. Yeah, yeah, no, that's it. I mean, I, I go back to uh, when I was playing hack a lot, and one of the one, or even Starkle, because I don't have an awful lot of anti-tag, anti-heavy um, infantry like beat pieces that's right only but, right girls on a link well let's just, say, let's just say i wasn't running them okay? yeah, yeah and you so, never did actually you, i did yeah. i ran them a couple times they were good yeah. but i i didn't um they're not as good as they used to be something the like changed. something like uh like an alhawa assault hacker mm. um on top of a high building in the middle of the board mm. suddenly hasn't you know there's an eight inch build eight inch bubble around it that no tag no heavy infantry necessarily Spherical. wants to no it's a it's a, it's zone a control. cylinder it's a cylinder you sure about this yeah yeah it's, okay. a cell, it's a cylinder so they don't want to walk through and like you say if he's in, he's in a camel state he's prone nobody's going to climb up there to shoot him uh, or they can but they're going to waste orders and no one's going to hack him until he reveals so it's the, one of those sort of nice little threat like areas of denial that you are going to use to your advantage 
No, that's exactly right. But yeah. I mean, we've we've talked and talked about how we can use marker states to our advantage and what and why they're amazing. But they're not the be all and end all. And so I guess we wanted to talk about now about what the main things that you can do when you are facing a force that's really using oh, that's, that's leaning heavily. As in, like, if the building's tall than eight inches, though, that's what I was trying to say. No, if the building's tall, then it's area eight inches is any for the border of its base is measured vertically or horizontally. So it's eight inches vertically and horizontally as well. Yes. So if the building's taller than eight inches, let's say it's let's say it's a twelve inch tall building. Oh, sorry. Yeah. 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 yeah, That's what I was meaning. So you couldn't. It's not like it's a total eight inches because I've seen it happen a few times. Keep keep talking. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I mean, what what are the main things that if you uh, come again, come mm. up against. Mm. Um, I don't know how you'd measure that if it was angles and shit, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's not. Yeah, it's yeah. not. It's not cylindrical. Yeah, because I, I had it had happened in the game where, where I, was, I think it was actually Hector at ACM, where like you don't measure from in, you don't measure from the top of this guy that way. You measure, no, measure straight that. across and then make yeah. sure he's not higher yeah. than yeah. inches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eight inches yeah. outwards and then straight yeah, down. That's right. Yes. Yeah, that's right. So yeah. it's a cylinder. Mm. Yeah, mm. but yeah, that just, cylinder could be potentially up. Like you could be actually the model could actually be like say you know, 12 inches high. So you might have like whatever it is, four inches underneath that they can't actually be. Yeah, no, the fair. Yeah. yeah. So okay. yeah. If, it's a ta- if it's a tag though with a higher... Or even four, four inches is like that high. Yeah. I don't even think a tag could... Even, say it was 12 inches. I don't think I think a tag could get under 12 it. 12 inches yes. is a tall building. I mean... Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry to not specify yeah. the tallness of the building. I, was, I, I, I know, I know. I realized that was a relevant part of the conversation, but yes, well, thank it, you for it, correcting it, me. It, it, well, if, for example, CanCon a couple of years ago, Josh Platt's table that he bought, he had fucking huge buildings. Mm. So you wouldn't be able to get you wouldn't nowhere near would anything could go underneath them. So and I think a lot of people are starting to do that now in yeah. in America and Europe, not so, here yet. So it's not foolproof. It's but, not foolproof. But mm. most of the tables you're going to see will have mm. uh, buildings in the middle of the table that are not higher than eight inches. Well, um, at ECM, it did happen to me because yeah, I was a crane yeah, and I was but, on a crane. But, but and was, most most yeah, you can most, you, you can't no. deny that most of the oh, tables you'll find five percent if that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So. So it is, a, it is an edge case. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, as I was saying... It cost me the game though on ours because the link team walked past. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I did not. I won the game, but it cost me a lot. Mm. As you're, I was saying... You're, you're, you're doing what I do when... when I don't want to call you a dog, but yeah, you're doing what I do when Toffee like, looks at me because he wants to come up with the couch. I'm just like, no, I'm just going to ignore you. You don't exist. And he eventually just fucks off. I do the same so, thing to my dog as well. <laughs> Except she fucking barks like a little shit. <laughs> Which is kind of what I do, I'd imagine, uh, if I was a dog. Nick. So micro states aren't the be all and end all. <laughs> no, they're right? not. They, they are, are There are ways mm. to, to counter them. That's what we're going to talk about now. So mm. if you're uh, facing an, uh, an, an, an opponent mm. who has really leaned heavily into marker states, uh, then then there are, way, there are, are ways around, mm. around it. So um, well, that's what we're going to talk about now. Mm. What are the, the I guess, the, the counters to, uh, to these types of tactics that we've been talking about? Um, one big one and that I'm going to throw in straight off the bat is sensor. It's the best one of them all, really. Yeah. So sensor yeah. as a as a skill itself not only gives you the sensor skill but also gives you the um, what's it called? Plus six uh, range mod. Thing uh, the, or... the neg three one. Oh, triangulated fire. fire as well. Yeah. But but in terms of the the camo, um, there's two aspects to why sensor is good at negating camo. Mm-hmm. First off, it gives you a a plus six mod to your discover rolls. Yep. Um, now that plus six mod still stacks with the camo itself. So mm. if you're uh, 
uh, discovering a TO camo, your plus six will ne- will negate its the next, next six. six. So yep. it goes back to flats. Mm. So it's not like it's ignoring that as well. Mm. But um, but it does make mean that these these things with sensor are a lot better at their discover roles mm. to begin with. Yeah. But then also the sensor skill itself means that once if you perform that action, you know, is it a short skill or it's or a short or skill? Short skill. It's a short skill. Mm. Everything that's within the zone of control of the thing that just did sensor Even hidden models. Even hidden models, mm, as yeah. well as the mm. zone of control of anything with sniffer, um, which is another skill which some bots have and, and, and things like that, then that that hidden deployed model, that uh, camo or TO camo marker automatically gets revealed. Yeah, uh, I know. And there's nothing that they can do about it. it the role itself is a, is a whip. They do have whip. to make a... It's a whip plus six. A whip plus six yeah. roll. Which mm. most um, things, sensor bots are whip 13s. Yes. Yeah. As long as you don't roll a 20. That's yeah. right. And, mm. and I mean, there's sensors, things that have got sensor out there that have got whip 14 mm. as well. So... Um, true, true. So Very some true. of the time... Something see. like antipodes are even more gross because I... Correct me if I'm wrong because I haven't looked at it in a while, but basically they all do sensor. So they all go, weed sensor and then there's three models and they go sensor, sensor, sensor. Do they have... Well, because they're they all, all activated the at the same, same order. time. Yeah, because yeah. they're all linked together yeah. or whatever. Mm. So that means you've got a eight inch or whatever it is, like 10, 9.5 inch. But don't they act like a link team in that you've got to declare like the spearhead? You have the spearhead, but so... it's a short movement skill sensor. Is it? Oh, yeah. okay. That's well... why you can move in sensor. Hmm, I don't know if it's a, sh- it's a short skill. I don't know if it's yeah. a short movement skill. But, I'd have um, to read into it, but regardless, yeah. they're still one of the best, you know, sensoring models because they're a camera model with sensor. Yeah. Sensor, sensor is a good, efficient way yeah. because discover is not always that efficient because you're usually whip minus three, um, because of cover. And you're unless you're within eight inches, and you're not always within eight inches of a camera marker because they might be an octopher across the board or something across the board. Mm. Um, so a sensor is a great way of making. It, more likely you're going to discover something yeah, yeah. it's a short it's a short yeah. skill it's a short skill attack uh, so but the, there is well I wouldn't say downside of sensor but one thing that sensor doesn't work on is um, impersonation sure so it, it specifically says camouflage and hiding not those are the impersonation I've had a few people try a lot to of people get try, caught yeah, try yeah. to try to just censor my impersonator on the first turn I'm like nah mate sorry um, so that's something to bear in mind yeah I'll tell you what does work against uh, impersonators mm-hmm. is multi not, not uh, what are they called biometric Bi- visor biometric visors yeah um, which is like sensor for yeah. impersonators it's, no it's like MSV it's like MSV for impersonators I'm just yeah. reading about antipodes because it's an interesting one all members of assault pack oh sorry it says um, all members of assault pack must declare and execute the exact same sequence of skills okay so it means so they, they can all they all sensor, sensor. Yeah. So you can have a real quite a large sixteen um, inches sweeping zone of yeah. sensor. Yeah. With with those. Rid did that to me, and, and like discovered a Caliban, shrouded all that kind of stuff with one order, and I was like, boom. Yeah, they're pretty good at that. Mm. Is old Ariadna at the camel game and the yeah, they're very game. good at discovering mm, and yeah. at, at at being in camo. It's a so. shame of shit. Sorry. Um, no. oh. <laughs> Sorry, I just, just threw that shade there. Just uh, yeah. Um, something else that well, I mean, talking about the the pure discover side of things, mm. multispectral visors will yeah. negate either MSV one is going to yep. negate a neg three, MSV two is going to negate the neg six. Yeah, it's, so, it's interesting. Like with MSV, when you look at it on models that have like HMGs or snipers that are attack pieces, they're not so good at discovering. The models that they're going to be shooting because they're going to be far away. Yeah, they're yeah. good at they're good at then shooting a model that's discovered. Or yeah, if a models in reactive reacting to it. Yeah, what I find the best model with MSV 
to use as a, as a, as a discoverer attacker kind of counter is on something like Dart, Dart or something like a Caliban. Yeah, that's because so they're weird. walking around going, we're in camo and yeah. we're, we're discovering you. So we walk around and the corner. And Guilang as well. Guilang, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like again, one of the best things to do is you walk around a corner, you, you burn the second half of that skill, you reveal, discover, and then go, oh shit, I'm screwed. I have yeah. to shoot back. Yeah, yeah, because and you're they're yeah. negating that mimic, they're negating that camo or that mimetism, mm. and they're you know, yeah. and, they're, and, and you're you're you're, you're going to be within eight inches. Probably plus three, and you're going to be within eight yeah. inches. You're if you do discover them, they're going to be plus three. But you're probably yeah. hang on, I'm shooting them. Yeah. Yeah. If your camo marker mm. does its first thing is discover, mm. which means it's then out of camo, mm. and the next thing, then they, uh, if you discover them, or if uh, if so, let's say they're shooting back, mm. do you then get the surprise shot on your shot? Yeah, well, it's a short skill. Yes. So, yeah, it's a short it's movement skill. It's still the, the yeah. same yeah. order. So, if you're in cover, you, you're putting them at neg nines if you've got regular camo. Mm. So, something like a Caliban, let's say you're outside of eight because that's where the good range band is for them. You walk around a corner and there's a Strelok with boarding shotgun, for example. You go, I burn that second half of my order. Next door to discover, shoot. You know, they're going to just shoot because they don't want to get shot at. They're shooting back at you at negative nine with a board shot, boarding shotgun at shit range. And you're yeah. shooting them with four and fifteens. Yeah. So, it's a pretty... It's an almost risk-free way to shoot mm -hmm. at them. I mean, mm -hmm. they, they get a two and they crit you, whatever. But, you know. Yeah, and then what you said about the camo and camo is, 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 a, is, an, odd, is an odd one as well. You, you sometimes think, oh, this will be all right. And then you're like, oh, shit. Because you're, we're both camo markers. I come around a corner. I'm in cover. What do you do? They're like, well, you're in camo. I'm going to hold my arrow. I'm going to hold my arrow. And you're like, oh, oh shit. Uh, yeah. I guess I'm going to do nothing as well. <laughs> and which, you know? is, which is fine because it's you've set yourself up to mm. then your first part of the skill is not a movement. It's, yeah, it's, it should, it should be discovery. Part. The exactly. only yeah. one that can yeah. really screw you up with that is say you walk around the corner, let's say you're a, a Spetsnaz HMG, for example. Yeah. You walk around the corner to deal with a link team and then all of a sudden a Noctify missile launcher, you don't know what it is, says I hold with my yeah. tier cam marker. You're like, well... Guess I just wasted an order and now my camera market's sitting here. True, you could just yeah, yeah. you can just do yeah. nothing because it's like what or, do I do now? Or or, or, or yeah. move yeah. back in again? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, just run but away. It's like, it's like all of a sudden that you're like, well, I just wasted an order. Yeah, because you know? you're not going to shoot back. You wasted an order yeah. for your opponent to reveal one of the most dangerous pieces in their yes, arsenal. Yes, exactly. So yeah. is that the end of the world? I don't think so. Well, yeah, it's, reveal, reveal it's, a, it's a win and a loss. It's not. Uh, you probably say it's a. You know, it's a. But the issue, yeah. the issue with well, I, I don't know if that's exactly the same situation mm -hmm. you're talking about. But we're what I guess leads into uh, dealing with camera markers is having lots of arrows, mm -hmm. lots of things that can see it as it moves up. So well, your your description there of moving a spit around a corner to take a mm. draw a beat on a link team, yeah. suddenly mm. a teal camo marker appears from nothing. And then you're like, well... If uh, I shoot the link team, because I, I can't shoot him. Yeah. He, exactly. he holds. Yeah, so yeah. He, he holds. Yeah. You can't shoot the Noctifer. You have to shoot them. You have to shoot the link team and then Noctifer. Or you try and discover the Noctifer. Yeah, and then get and shot, then get by, shot by everyone. Everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So and die a, anyway. So it's a great it's a great yeah. counter and it really puts a spanner in your opponent's works. Yeah. You know, the the, your opponent's the works thing when you've got your camo marker against one opponent ARO they're in a really tough spot because they have to decide mm. do I hold or do I discover and then based on what they do that's what you do mm -hmm. if they've got more than one ARO you they, then you can with those AROs mm. you can put the camo marker in a tough spot mm. exactly, because yeah. Yeah. they can no longer dictate the play mm. because you're saying this one's going to discover this one's going to hold mm. yeah. so that if the person tries to shoot your discovering person unopposed, then they're getting shot at yeah. unopposed yeah. as and, well. And you get like there's edge cases where people will set up and there'll be like, for example, a building with two levels 
and they'll put castling. Yeah, they'll put the missile launcher on you know, the second level. Yeah, and then they'll put the the TO sniper on the top level, and people will like go, "Well, I'm gonna slice the pie to walk around to deal with the missile launcher." And you go, "Ha! Read exactly the same line I review with my, you know, TO yeah. sniper." Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. that's other ways you can do it as well, which can lead to a bit of an interesting interaction where. With, with, with players and I saw it happen at I think Novacore is when you have the same situation where it might be a TR bot or whatever mm. and then underneath or above that TR bot is a, is a, is a uh, Hexas Molly mm. Sniper mm. someone comes around the corner obviously just edges out and says I'm only coming out enough just to see the TR bot and then your opponent then says what you know arrows or TR bot's gonna gonna hold or shoot mm. or whatever and then I'm also gonna reveal a, a camel marker above the TR bot. Now, obviously, because that TR bot was uh, that camel marker was hidden, you, you he didn't feel like he needed to to specify where he, how far he was moving out because he I only said I'm moving out far enough yeah. only to see the TR bot. Yeah. But if that marker is directly above it, as long let's you get, can't you yeah. can't slice that pipe. Let's get technical and say because yeah. you, you're only walking out just far enough to see the little square that you need to be able to see. Yeah, I would say that the intent of that person putting that TR marker is because they've done that on purpose to stop that corner. Yeah, the intent was that they would the, the squares would align. The squares would align. I yeah. would say that, and if someone did that to me, I'd be like, "Yep, yeah, sure, mate, you got me. Good yeah. job." Yeah, you because know? because if it's someone as a TO, if someone argued that. Yeah, I would say you fucked yourself because you, that's hidden information. Yeah, you didn't know it. He's done that as an intent thing at the start of the game, and he can't tell you. Yeah. Oh, by the way, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Guy, if, yeah. if I was hypothetically yeah. putting something here, as, as, as a as a player who did that, I would even write it on my photo. I have done this to see this corner. Yeah, if you walk out. yeah, that's his, fair. His, yeah, because I've done is, it before. Is mm. yeah. exactly lined up with yeah. the thing that's below it. That's, yeah. What, yeah. that's what you're yeah. saying yeah. so yeah. that it's not possible for you to slice yeah. the pie to yeah. see one because mm. they're perfectly aligned above each other yeah mm. but then also in, in many cases as well if there is only one thing to arrow no player is going to go I'm just going to move out only just far enough to see the TR bot they're just going to move out and mm. willy nilly mm. you know obviously so, so they're still getting cover in which case bang yeah you know, generally like mm. you won't have that intent play of someone slicing the pie unless there's an obvious pie that they're trying to slice yes mm. yeah. so which, is, which is I guess where I guess it comes back to more of a tactic for markers, but using TO mm. to, to surprise your opponent in a way that they weren't expecting, yeah. like that is quite a good one. Yeah, mm. um, but yeah, I guess the the uh, some other things we can talk about in terms of dealing with camera markers, mm -hmm. um, a great one when you're trying to clear those pieces that are in the midfield or all over the place is your intuitive attack. Templates, yeah. Tem rifles, template weapons, flamethrowers, yeah, th mm. those sorts of template yeah. weapons. It's similar in a way to discover shoot. Because you don't want to take that risk of them rolling well and then you copying that hit. Yeah, oh yeah, you're never going to... Yeah. Yeah. And, and the thing to remember is as a player, if you react to it, you're actually reacting to a face-to-face -face template now, not a, just a direct on chain rifling you. Yeah. So it's actually it's actually an even better option than if they were to, you know, just try and chain rifle you normally. Yeah. So it's actually, you know, the, the reason why it's only really good to do it on is units where they've got high armor so they can potentially tank that hit if they do get hit or they're so dirt cheap you don't care that they, they do die if they fail the, the discover roll because they're six points and you go well I've got ten of them or I've got dogged or whatever like yeah, that. yeah. So, so many cheap units have Chain, chain rifles, rifles. chain rifles. Yeah, so you, yeah. you can expand that chain right expand that chain rifle toting. You know, and generally they have points. high whip as well. Their whips usually not too bad. Thirteen and or fourteen. Uh, I think like, as, an, as an example, and thing is with intuitive tech, not necessarily doing it to kill that unit mm. under the camel marker. You're just doing it so that it forces them to, forces reveal, them to reveal because it's probably a better option than discovering. 
Mm. I think I did it. I did it. I was playing a game against Noakes. He had an antipode pack. Mm. Ran it right up to my deployment zone, and then sort of had them hidden behind a, 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 a building. My my first order, I moved the jaguar out, threw some smoke down, walked the jaguar into the smoke, so I could see. Well, so I could theoretically see all three uh, antipodes, mm. and then intuitive attacked with a chain he, rifle. With a chain rifle, and he had to dodge and mm. go at a yeah. camel. There's no way yeah. he was gonna, you know, and he dodged with I think two or three of them. Mm. But that wasn't the point. The point was so I could reveal them. Yeah, the I only guess... thing to keep in mind with doing intuitive attacks like that is if you intuitive attack another camera marker that also has a template yes. weapon. They just go, well, I template you back for free. Yeah, yeah, and there's no, so, and it's not fit. You're, you're still rolling yeah, your whip check, yeah, but he's not. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So intuitive attack, I mean, there's there's pluses and minuses yeah. for intuitive attack versus mm. discover, yeah. whereas intuitive attack is a flat whip mm. roll, Correct, whereas yes. discover's a whip roll that's got mods on it. So mm. your cover mods, your camo mods, those sorts of things. Mm. Your, your opponent... It, in saying that, um, intuitive attack is a full order. Mm. That's correct. Something like a Sphinx yes. is amazing at doing it because you're intuitive attacking like on a 13 or a 14. Yeah. And if you're in cover, they're in Nick 12. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's he's he's actually one of the like best camo marker hunters out there in the game. You can use your own camo or yeah. your own uh, TO uh, mods. Oh, and to, intuitive to attack, harder. surprise attack yeah. out of camo. Cam yeah, and they don't even get to react to it to begin with. So they're surprise attack, they've Ooh. got your TO and, and your cover, cover, so they're at neg 12 on whatever it is they're mm. doing against mm. you, unless they've got their own uh, yeah. template. They're just, yeah. gonna, they're just going to dodge on an, yeah. egg, on an egg three because of the surprise attack. Exactly. Ooh. And not only... Only right, they can get there because they've got camp climbing plus. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they can go. Oh, I'm just going to jump up on this building where there's that prone camo marker next to the objective, mm. and then they go. Oh, what? Or what's your ARO? And they go. Well, I discover. Then you just pump full of holes. Yeah. Or they go. I hold, and in which case you go. Well, I flame you on my next order, and you reveal anyway. And I've got three wounds. I don't care if you hit me. And of course, yeah. I mean, yeah. this isn't about. Uh, camel markers but you can only intuitive attack something that is in a camel state or is, yeah. is in a well yeah is in a no, camel can, state no no you, no, you can, can intuitive you can intuitive attack anything as as long as you can you can yeah no. you, you're sure no if you've got you can't intuitive smoke, yeah you've got you something see. in smoke you can't can. intuitive attack something that's uh oh maybe you can't yeah, if, if you've got if a you can't see a, it if there's a regular so yeah yeah if you can't see it yeah but you can't intuitive attack something in front of you well, you wouldn't yeah, want it. You just shoot him anyway. Yeah, <laughs> there, there, there are instances where you might want to, like you've walked around the corner with a jaguar, you've been shot, you've gone dogged. Next order, I'm yeah, going so to the target it. is blocked by line of fire. Gonna, zero visibility zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just yeah. saying you you can't do it to something you can see clearly, because hmm. there are instances where you know uh, a chain rifle, a chain rifle is not a face to face roll, right? So yeah, if they yeah. dodge, then you dodge. They dodge normal. But yeah, you, so you can't you, make a, a chain rifle. Yeah. You can't turn a chain rifle into a face-to-face. -face but I mean, even yeah. But I mean, even if let's say there was a camo marker. Yeah. No, yeah. But if there was a camo marker next to that model and you did that anyway, they're still chain rifling without a face-to-face roll anyway. Yeah. So that's yeah. It doesn't matter. It's because oh, not, they're both a chain rifle. Right, yeah. Yeah. No, what I'm saying is, is let's say you have a, a camo marker that you want to bait out. Let's mm -hmm. say you can see them both. You walk around the corner and a guy intuitive attack you. Let's say the camo marker's got a rifle, yeah. the, 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 and the other one's got a chain rifle, the, the, mm. the warband or whatever. The warband still chain rifles you like normal. Yeah, okay. He, he's yeah. not face to face now. Yeah, yeah. The only one that's face to face is the camo marker. And, and even with. He's a, the subject of the attack. And template weapons as well. Like if you were saying, you can't uh, put a template down on a camo marker yeah. without an intuitive attack, but you can 
do it if it's also clipping something that you can. That's right. That's something something to watch out for. That's something to watch out for as well is that you could uh, put a chain rifle or a flamethrower attack against something else that's already been revealed and still hit that camo marker and the camo marker. One of the best ways of doing that is with something like a crackrop who goes, I'm going to. Sorry, a a whatever you say. No, it's crackrop. Thank you very much. Kakarot? Sep sister. Is by throwing grenades on people's heads. The amount of times you see people go, for example, I'm going to put a model here and then I have another camera marker next to it. Crackrot runs up and goes, here you go, have a grenade from the other side of the building. I'm going to speculate, speculate fire, fire on, the, on not, the actual model, not the yeah, camera marker. And the camera marker yeah. gets clipped and has to reveal. Yeah. And then you walk around and go, have two chain rifles. One of the best ones I saw was, uh, I think one of my last tournaments I ran, Noakes was playing Lucas and Lucas was running Varuna mm. and he ran a, cutter and the cutter was his lt you knew you knew because he He had to deploy it he had to deploy it as a camo marker but what did he put next what did he put right next to it like a little pal bot oh it's a launcher nope funnier than that noakes went first first order luging drops the luging down to hit to the the template on the pal bot which also then and also reveals the cutter yeah so losing, I think Palbot probably dies. I think the cutter actually takes a wound from the wow, from, from, from the damage twelve. But that, but, but <laughs> did all he that, cop but, an explosive around the losing and live? Yeah, no, he, he dropped him behind it. Oh, yeah, he wow. dropped him behind it. Okay. But, but of course now now this cutter is revealed. It's in cover, but it's revealed. Then he just goes to then he just hoses it with his link team. Wow. And you're like, mm, that's how did he f- drop him behind it if it was in camo? Yeah. Because he, he could clip the uh, the well, Palbot as yeah, well. Yeah, because he had to. The like he, he's got to pick a, a place or when he puts the cutter down it's got he's got to pick a facing on it he's got he's facing it towards the enemy or he's facing it towards the thing that just dropped behind oh no you're right no he did he did he did shoot the Lujing, but he missed yeah yeah yeah, sorry, yeah cause cause it, it doesn't make sense because otherwise yeah, right. if he couldn't say it would have to have been from a wall yeah so no no you're right you're right no the he, blast he, is he, effective he did shoot yeah. him okay. but he missed yeah. yes sorry yeah right because he does a 360 um, yeah. because it's a camel state but yes but if that was the case that we are like oh I'm actually going to face him this way I kind of agree you'd be like oh. Oh, it's tough do I face him to the link team that's going to nuke me or do I face him that to the was, that that was gonna... it because of the angle he couldn't face it to hit to look at the losing yeah. and the link team at the same time ah. so then he was facing away from the link team and the link team just opened up with a missile launcher on his back <laughs> orbital bombardment yeah. yeah it was bad but it was Crazy. a great, great way of getting him out of the camel state I, so if I was start him shooting I would have fouled guts and gone around the corner yeah, he probably forgot about he, that. He, no, there was no, uh, there was no where to be out of line of fire because of the height of him. Oh, he would still move to a point where I might have been able to get him all in. True, but, but it, it, it depends. It, he might have been in either cover, way, in which case can't do it. Either way, the tactic yeah. was sound. Yeah, by, yeah, by absolutely. You, by by yeah. revealing a camel marker by hitting something that wasn't in camel state. It's the kind of jank I like. Mm, it was good. It was a good one. I liked it. Yeah, um, I guess something, the other thing that we wanted to to mention in this list is. Um, something we've talked about quite a bit because so many camo markers have mine layer, mm. but also the fact that mines will be triggered by camo markers. Yes. So when you're talking about these moving up to mm. be able to like camo hunting tactics, when you move up to be able to identify a camo token with your camo token, then it turns out that that's a mine. It's gonna go off and, mm-hmm. and hit you in the face. Sucks balls. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, not fun. I, I, I guess uh, I, uh, I guess it might be a both way tactic, but um, when you have a camo marker within the trigger area of a of a of a mine, um, the mine will obviously go off and you will be revealed. But if there are other AROs looking at this your same camo marker, if you really feel like you can tank that mine, you can just move, move, 
So you'll take the mine hit, but the other arrows won't hit you. You know, normally you'd like move and yeah, then dodge yeah. to try and dodge the mine, but then that dodging reveals you and then opens you up mm, to all these yeah. other arrows. Some, some, you might do that with like a camo tag. Some, something that something's got multiple wounds because yeah. you'll, you'll get it with the marker state. Would but do it against can, a ninja, for example. Well, I did. I, I actually, <laughs> actually did it with the hard case one time before. Yeah, but a hard case is like fucking twelve points. Yeah, like, whatever. If he dies, you know, if he dies, he dies. It's like you know, it was like I think it was a uh, it was a Liberto's mine layer and. There was a mine in front of me, and then there was also like a viral sniper rifle, Topa yeah. dude. I'm like, uh, I'm just gonna move, move. And he was like, oh, okay, yeah, so I guess the mine goes off. I was like, oh, tank the armor safe. Cool. <laughs> like, just kept moving, re camoed, and just kept plowing on. So it was, it was a good, it was a good time. Oh, because they're decoying, not um, yeah, ambush. Whereas, where, where, where had I dodged, then I would have also copped the viral sniper rifle and most likely have died. Mm. So it was yeah. one of those sort of, he's gonna die. But this way is actually less likely to die. Yeah. The lesser, kind of. the lesser of two. Yeah, levels. kind of, kind of lesser too. But that was a, that was a thought. Cool. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, did you have more? Do you want to talk about? You know more you want to talk about? I'm OG, mate. I'm OG. I had one more that I just wanted to mention. Go for it. Mention. Um, it, it's kind of a funny one that it, it's come up a couple of times. It's come up especially I think when I was playing against Tack, who have lots of midfield, um, camel markers. Can I just say, just yeah. playing like because I'm a tack player, and yeah. for ages I was the only one playing it in Melbourne, mm-hmm. and then I played Reed a couple times. It is so fucking frustrating playing tack with all those camo markers. You're like, it really is. It's like, and I know generally know which is decoy, but it's yeah. still annoying because it's like yeah. even you still got like let's say you got 15 camo markers on the table. It was about that, seven yeah. of them are still fucking camo markers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was about it was about that. But what yeah. happened, right? Was it was one of my first times I was taking Shazvasti. So yeah. It's a Shazvasti tack game, mm. and both of us had like like blank courtesy lists mm-hmm. so he deployed first and he had like just, just littered the midfield with camel markers mm. and on my list I had like two shrouded mine layers mm. there was nowhere I could put my shrouded mine layers yeah because you couldn't put the mines down exactly yeah you the mines. to use it though no I don't have to but it, it, it really was like oh fuck I couldn't put my mines anywhere that wouldn't trigger on one of his dudes yeah. so it kind of neutered my ability to actually mine up the midfield oh because you're not allowed to put mines in yeah. the trigger area it's like that, that age old 40k meme with the, the guy who's like smiling next to the table he's like he, the guy had this really janky outflanking army and then he couldn't put all his models on the table because he'd set up with the, all these infiltrators up forward so he couldn't uh, actually deploy his army yeah. and beat him before he put his army yeah, on the table. Yeah, like, like, you know, he, like he had them around all the objectives and I, my plan was to put mines mm. you know, near the objectives, but there was just no any good place I could put my own mines. And so I just basically had to put everything back. And I was like, that's an inadvertent tactic. Mm. You know, like if you were going first, just remember that if you're deploying first, okay, it's maybe at a bit of a disadvantage because you have to put your stuff down first. But... Th- Wherever, whatever spot you take, they can't take with their own um, camel markers necessarily. Yeah, that's right. They're fighting yeah. over that same midfield. Yeah, so you, you've really kind of taken that, that ground yeah. and, and, and prevented your opponent from doing that. Yeah, especially yeah, especially if you can put mines down. If you're, if you're the person put the mine layer down first, then suddenly they're not going to... You know, if you're trying to... In some uh, tables, we might have, again, big skyscrapers with big roofs on them. There might be an objective up there. You're, if you're the first person to put a camel marker up there, your opponent's less likely to put something up there as well, especially yeah. if you've got a mine layer. So it's a, um, if you put a, uh, like that you can, there's a rule that says you can't put a, uh, a mine in the, to the trigger area of a camo token, but there's nothing that says you can't put a camo token down in the trigger no, area. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, 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 you, yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah, you can. The so mine's get, there first. The mine's yeah, there yeah. first, then you don't have to tell them that's a mine. I mean, they, sure. might, they might know it's a mine because it's probably not prone, but mm. they put something down, 
then you're like, cool. As soon as you move, it's going to go off. So yes. Does it? Does is that the same? If you if you're placing a mine in a, as an order, no, that's that makes it an intuitive, intuitive attack. attack. Yeah, you have yeah. to do you have to make it. You have to do an intuitive attack if you're going to do that. You yeah, do that. That's right. Yeah, yeah. so. I found, yeah, I, I came across that a few times. And I was like, oh, damn, I wish I was going first because I had a good spot to put this mine mm. and I couldn't. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, there's one way it's, it's also lasting is incredibly useful is, is mine layers that um, uh, obviously, you know, cheap mine layers and stuff like that is p- doing stuff like the age-old intuitive placing a mine, then walking around the corner and going. Mm. That's a that's a great tactic. Yeah, what are you going to do? Because you, you're forcing the person to... Mm. I mean, if they dodge, then mm. they're dodging at neg three, at and you're shooting at them for free. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're still shooting against their dodge. Yeah, and it's not the neg three, but it just means on. that yeah. you're not going to be hit yourself. Yeah. And you, well, yeah, and, and it's a bit, it's a bit order intensive because it's a whole order, and you also have to pass a whip check to place that mine. Yeah, as well. yeah. And then if you fail it, you kind of fucked. Yeah, yeah you can't. That, that's that's a more mm. solid tactic, mm. not against camo. Models, yes, I'd that's say. true. But I mean, it, 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 de- it, it depends. It depends on like if you know if there's another model around the side of the, the corner there that isn't in camo, mm. then it's quite quite solid because then you can walk around and go, I'm going to clip you both. Um, with this mine, and I'm gonna also shoot you. So what do you want to do? Yeah, definitely. So again, something like a speculo mine layer is mm-hmm. amazing at that because you can start in their deployment zone. And let's face it, how many people stack up with camera markers and it's, regular it's normal stupid. people? It's a, it's a stupid in the deployment profile. zone. <laughs> and you go have a mine. See you later. Yeah, I mean, the amount of time my my opponents have uh, tanked them or just dodged, you know, we all fusilier. Oh, I think it's just you, Kev, mate. You got to murder some dice. Yeah, okay. you got to make examples of some of them. <laughs> But yeah, they're not—they're not there to kill. They're just there to annoy. Yeah, that, yeah. If you speculate, kill something. It's uh, it's already the mine's done more work than yeah. she ever has yeah. or ever will. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Cool. Well, was there anything else we wanted to talk about in finishing notes on, nah, on camo I'm all, itself I'm all good. As, a, mm. as a general general tactic? Like I say, I'm personally I'm branching, I'm leaning heavier into camo than I have previously, just because the faction I'm playing now allows for mm. it more, um, and and it is an aspect of the game that's super fun. I think. Um, to, to it has some real, real yeah. great uh, areas you can really take advantage of. It's got a couple mm-hmm. of weaknesses, but but I think the strengths really out, outweigh that. No, definitely. And like I think I said at the start, like I'm teaching a friend of mine right now to play, and I, like his eyes lighting up, and I was like, hey, you know, you can actually deploy this guy as a marker and just move him around the board, and I can't do it. And he was like, what? Mm. I'm like, yeah, it's fun. And he's like, yeah, how many more of those I can get? I'm yeah. like, you know, it's just it's a great way of getting people interested in the game because it's one of those yeah. unique unique mechanics that mm. don't exist in many other war games. Like mm. I keep thinking, like the next edition of Infinity is just gonna be really like you know like I'm worried it's going to be like 40k third edition you know they're just going to get rid of all the the neat tricks because there's not that many games these days that have those no, kind of no. those kind of rules that rely on like trust and, mm-hmm. and, and intent you know I think the thing so, with camo as well is that like there's not many war games where you can completely like almost 100% reduce risk mm. whereas and, and that's huge if you can reduce risk as much as possible you're obviously reducing the chances of dice being ridiculously shit to you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and camo is one of those things that stops that from happening yeah you know, let's face it you play something like fantasy 40k anything you can't stop yourself from being shot at apart from if you're sitting behind a building and then you're not doing anything anyway. yeah true yeah yeah whereas yeah. in this at least you know in infinity with camo you can move around the table and get shit done without being seen yeah, yeah. there's yeah there's so yeah. many so many great things you can do do with marker states and if there is other games out there where i've seen it it feels really cheesy it right, feels like a cheat. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas with this, because everyone has access to it, 
Yeah. And it's not that broken. It's easy to get rid of if you have to get rid of it. Yeah. In the reactive, in the active more so than the reactive. Um, it's, uh, it doesn't feel as bad. And if you plan for it, it won't fuck you as hard as it will. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, it's, it's, mm. it's amazing that this game can, can be so big mm. and be so competitive and have all these rules that really rely on you trusting your opponent. Like I think about, I don't know, again, back to Warhammer, I was thinking of like the, the, the Lictor in yeah. fourth edition or yeah. fifth edition had this rule where you could like, you could do what you did with Teal here. You could write on a piece of paper. Mm. It's behind this tree. Mm. But like, I don't think that rule exists anymore because you don't trust, you can't trust people to, to, to be mm. honest with that. Whereas with this game, it's... To be it's, fair, though, that kind of existed before mobile phone cameras were a thing, though. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, well, actually, you can sort of trick with a mobile camera then more than you can if you write on a piece of yeah, paper. Yeah, because you just take a few photos. Like, yeah, and then, it's here, it's here, it's here. Yeah, 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 just show your opponent one of them. I guess the thing <laughs> in Infinity, it becomes very... It's pretty obvious if someone's done that. Yeah, but it's also like... Because, think, let's face it, you walk around the corner and you go, <laughs> he's actually there. Yeah. The, rep, the like repercussions... right where it needs to be. Yeah, yeah, huge. The repercussions are huge. If you... If yeah. you, if you, if you, if you like, let's up, face it, if you do that in a tournament and someone finds out about it and they yeah. will inevitably one day, yeah. you're not coming back to an Infinity Tournament. Yeah. Ever. Mm. Ever. But I've got so many photos on my oh, phone. Oh, man, I've of, got like a of, 400 of, of, of Noctifer, like, yeah, Mistwatcher yeah. placements and not, not one person's asked. But I should... I, I keep forgetting to show them and mm. that's one thing I need to do because... I don't feel bad about it, but I do sort of go, oh, wait, I've done this. I should, this should yeah. be like a thing that I do, mm. but it's, um, it, yeah. it's not yet. But It's yeah. not as bad as N2 where if you're a camo marker and someone walked over you, you could say, I'm in close combat now <laughs> and I slice you for free. Yeah. So someone like Shinobu, you know where a link team was going to go and yeah. you go, you all just got hit by a monofilament close combat, 25 close combat weapon. <laughs> you're all dead now as well. You rolled a one. Oh. So, so we can mm. confidently say the game is better now than it used to be. Mm. Oh, look, N2 had a few quirks <laughs> that were interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Nostalgia at play look, look, there. I remember, think. N2 didn't have silhouettes. So if your arm was out there as a model, your arm was oh, out really? there. Oh, really? It didn't have silhouettes? That, yeah. That's a, yeah, okay. Yeah. Fair right, point. Cool. Well, I think we might wrap it up there then, guys. Um, just yep. another quick shout out for the uh, the new Melbourne gaming night on Monday nights. So the next one's going to be on the 22nd, yep. which is this coming Monday on Ain't uh, Good Games at, on Lonsdale Street in Melbourne, so in the CBD. Um, you can find information for that on Facebook. And then we've got Burn City Brawl. Burn City Brawl, sign up, please. You've got to uh, 21st, 22nd of September. You have two weeks, exactly two weeks from Wednesday the 17th of July to uh, register to get $5 off and a free, free Burn City Brawler patch. Patch. It looks pretty dope. It is pretty dope. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Big big up to Chris for that one. Mm. Alright, great. Well uh, yeah, I've been Nick. Oh, it's Kevin. Hello <laughs> Just say your name, Julian. It's Julian. <laughs> <laughs> and you've been listening to Lost Lieutenant. <laughs>